0: He's a bitch. He is a real fucking bitch. I mean, I talked to Lindsay, and he said, she said he had a weird dick. And I'm fine with that, because he's handsome enough. You've seen his gorgeous chiseled face? I'm like, ooh, I want that chiseled face in me. And I'm kissing him. And then he's like, ooh, baby, baby. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And that's what sacks it. Is that what sex is? Um... <laughs> I'm, uh, Michael James Benson, and this is, uh, Top Notch Nonsense. I'm also known as Mikey, Spiky Mikey, Pixie Stick, Bare Legs, Jackass, uh, Retard, um... Cool guy with a lot of manic energy. Someone I don't want hanging around at the dumpster. You know, those those are the phrases.
1: And are- to whom are you known by these terms? Uh, people, different people, different people.
0: Yeah, you know me as Bear Legs because I started calling me that. People in high school, uh, 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 people in high school, and mostly in elementary school and junior high remember me and have cal- uh, have called me, you know, Pixie Stick. Or I just started calling myself Pixie Stick when I started storing them in, in elementary school. And it, it, it caught on for oh. a couple of people. Is
1: that why you're like this?
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. No, uh, no. I was I was screaming into a microphone at age four, Huey Le- Lewis and the News lyrics. Lyrics? Yeah. It, it. So before I started snorting any, you know, huge pounds of it. Okay, you Patrick know, Bateman. I am not. I don't. Patrick Bateman didn't snort. Pixie Sticks.
1: No, but he did enjoy Huey Lewis in the news.
0: Oh, yeah, he did. But he also snorted other stuff, like cocaine. And, uh, yeah, but that was, that's that. Well, we're not, there isn't any cocaine in the, in these two movies. No. They're free of cocaine, but. Coke free? Coke free, and I didn't see anybody drinking a Pepsi either. Or <sighs> did you? Or I didn't. I did you? I no. know. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna talk about two. Yeah, uh, uh, two movies today, and uh, I've noticed a trend oh, in some of the uh, uh, some of the episodes. And since you've listened to some of them already, they, uh, we've already We're done awful. a yeah, a Devil in the Flesh, but um, uh, uh, but these are another two movies are of young people exploring their. Uh, uh, their friendships and their sexuality and growing up and, you know, pining for a... One of them's about wanting to pine for a dude who's very much not 14, you know, or, 50, or however old these ladies are. We are talking about Little Darlings and Old Enough, two lady movie I didn't pick... I never saw these, so this is... These are new to me and very eye-opening. My gosh, another... Movie wonder. To,
1: yeah, early to mid-80s, you, know, you know, young girl coming-of-age stories. Yeah, and
0: that's nice. It's nice. I just, I, uh, boys don't really get, I mean, they kind of get uh coming-of-age stories, but there isn't that many of men coming-of-age stories. I think that's
1: absolutely wrong. I no, think that's there's wrong. there's tons of
0: them. Okay, fine. I think
1: it's most of them.
0: Is most of them are coming yes. of age story because they yeah, have most sex? most of the
1: coming of age stories coming, are probably from a male point of view. I mean, okay,
0: all right. I just I don't like I don't like most of them. They're not go- I don't I, I haven't enjoyed most coming of age movies. because I, I haven't felt any. I, I uh, the only decent one I can think of is Boyhood, and that was with Richard Linklater, and over the course of a twelve-year period. You know, saying, mm-hmm. okay, this is this actor at four. This is this actor at six. This is this actor at, like, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, you know. And yes, that, I remember uh, that film. Yeah. It came out in 2012, I believe. But the... Uh, and uh, with Ethan Hawke. But I just... And it's a really good one, but I can't. All the other coming of age movies are schmaltzy or over the top, for me at least, or like kind of like, oh, ABC said they need to, you know, look sternly at you type of uh, entertainment. And like, ooh, okay, I guess I can't use drugs, boom. Well, well, what
1: do you consider a coming of age movie? Do you consider movies like, like Ladybird and Stand By Me?
0: Yeah, okay, Stand By Me. Yeah, uh, stand by me i guess I, okay those are two decent you know versions you know in their anyway I, I i i i like them when they're done well it's just i've seen a lot of shitty ones or it just seems like i've seen a lot of shitty ones since i've seen so many like emotional like manipulative uh movies about like oh you're gonna make it after all type of narratives that uh, don't feel uh, that authentic to me. But, luckily, these two movies did feel authentic to me, and I feel like I'm talking way too much. So, why don't you... Uh, which one do you want to talk about first?
1: Let's go ahead and talk about Old Enough first. I know it came out four years after the fact, in 1984. Yeah. But I think we'll probably have more to say about Little Darling.
0: Yes. Um, old, enu- uh, old Enough is <laughs> pretty, pretty awesome. Came out in... Very. August of twenty fourth, nineteen. It has a very indie
1: feel to
0: it. Yeah, and it it, it feels very very New York. It's, oh yeah, it's very. I can't. Uh, it was nice getting to see. It was nice getting to see late seventies or early eighties New York in both these movies. Or yeah, it was or, pre- It was
1: very authentic. Yes. Yeah, it was shot all around Manhattan.
0: Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, These were, uh, just so you know, these were the movies you could see in August of 1984. Are you ready to hear about it? Okay, so we got um, Night Shadows, Dreams Come True, The Boy Who Loved Trolls, uh, Joy of Sex, The Little Mermaid, a French version.
1: I was, yeah, I was going to say the Disney version didn't
0: come out in 84. No. I um, kind
1: of want to see that, though. That sounds neat. Yeah. Is it animated?
0: No, it's it's real. Or, you know. Is it streaming anywhere? I, I don't know. It's, it doesn't seem like it, it. doesn't have a where to watch spot right there, but I'm sure we could find it. Hard Knocks with an X instead of a CK. Oh, my. Oh my gosh. Um. Thursday Afternoon by Brian Eno, a document, a document, art piece, which is, it should be, In and Out with, uh, oh my gosh, I don't know any of these people, Rebecca Jones, Isla Vega, and Pat Hingle, In in and Out, oh, jeez, as in... Oh, they the first Crimes of the Future, uh by Cronenberg came out in August. Oh really? Uh Cloak and Dagger, which is a uh is another uh movie about the uh, you know the spy stuff with a ki- with a with a child. Oh my god. Um Red Dawn, uh Giorgio Morador's Metropolis. Huh. Uh, Another version of Beauty and the Beast came out in 84. Mm. Movie Dreamscape, Frankenstein 90. Oh, my God. The Woman in Red, Uh, Sword and the Valiant, Bette Midler, Art or Bust. Oh, gosh, that's a poster. That is a poster. Oh, my gosh. There's a movie called Cat. We have to do that no matter what it is. Oh, no. No, we don't. It's called Cal. Never mind. Uh, movie called Cow Oxford Blues with uh with Rob Lowe looking like he 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 he's a part of Oxford, you know, going to that college maybe. The Jigsaw Man. Oh my God! Choose me. I like that movie a yeah, lot. A Choose movie. me. Uh, Bolero. Uh, Roadhouse. Oh, oh uh, Roadhouse sixty six. Chud. Oh man. <laughs> the Ninja Mission. These are just awful. Um, vamping with Patrick Duffy. Oh God, and the Mutilator. Oh gosh. Anyway, so those—that's what you could. Yeah, Bolero, which you haven't seen, but we mm-hmm. might—I might need to rewatch for the pod—is uh, with Bo Derek, and it is one of the most awful movies of all time. Oh, one
1: of the. Oh, I, I think I've heard of. I heard of that.
0: Yeah, it's it's really it's really not good it's um it's directed by her husband john and he doesn't know how to do much.
1: yeah i heard but about george the, kennedy and on yeah. um christina longworth's podcast um yeah when she did her um
0: 80s uh, yeah
1: her, her her 80s sexuality um run um you must remember this
0: speaking of sexuality
1: there's not a whole lot in this There's
0: movie. There's not, uh, actually, yeah, in Old Enough, which, yeah, it came out in August. It's it's very, very low budget. We have uh, we have Danny Aiello as the fucking father yeah. figure, and he is... He's
1: the, he's the name in this movie, other than Baby Alyssa
0: Milano. Baby Alyssa Milano. It's her yeah. first film. Yeah, it is. Now, uh, do you want to talk about the plot? Do you want to uh, start it off? You can jump are... into it, baby. What do you have? Well, I have, you know... Uh, apparent 11 year old she's 11 right she's 11 she years says old she's
1: almost 11 and three quarters which why not just 11, 11 and, and, and a, a half. half i don't
0: know yeah, well because i know i know why it's about you know, it's about projecting how strong you are and how old you are and how mature you are as that's a person. true
1: old enough yes.
0: old enough oh it's in the it's in the title um but you know and she she really wants to be part of she really wants to be part of the street She wants to be out there She wants to be independent Doing her own fucking thing And her name is Lonnie What a name for a young lady
1: Yeah, I, I hope it's short for Alana or something
0: Yeah, that because Lonnie Just makes me think of one of my grandfathers and uh, Oh Yeah uh, And he just Okay, Lonnie is Yeah Okay, so Lonnie and, uh, you know Freaking fourteen-year-old Karen live on the same street in the in New York's Lower East Side. But I thought it, it, that's the weird thing is that the side of the street uh, on that street they have a brownstone. There's not very many. I couldn't think of very many uh, brownstone, brown uh, large brownstones that have that that just have that one building on the Lower East Side. Since
1: yeah, it might some, have been shot in two different locations to make it seem like they lived closer together than they actually did. But they come from
0: different worlds. Yeah. They really do, according to Wikipedia and my brain and other things. they come from different worlds. What are they gonna? Yeah do Lonnie's about a it? little
1: rich girl and, and
0: she has no idea about her privilege or her money and like I didn't when I was a kid. I was like, oh yeah, people would come over and say, oh my gosh, you have a uh, you have an upstairs and you have like three bedrooms and you have a fireplace we we're, we're, this is amazing and insane, and I'm just like, yeah, it is awesome, yeah, I, this is just my place, this is just where I live, and good old-fashioned Modesto, aren't you fucking jealous, you jackass, and, you know, I didn't say jackass, but, you know, it was kind of implied, and I meant that, but, uh, it was, you know, and, uh, I didn't have, I feel bad, I didn't have, like, uh, but people were impressed, like, oh, wow, so when Karen is, like, saying, "Oh wow. You it, look at your fucking huge home that you have in New York City. I I've seen that face before."
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I've
0: seen that like, "Oh my gosh, there's that. There's that wretched envy." I don't like to see that on people's faces. I'm just here to hang. But uh yeah, they become kind of they they uh Lonnie lives with it. She has a uh <laughs> she has a a maid, a yeah. housekeeper. And everything at like three or four floors on
1: four four floors, four
0: floors which is insane. My God, that is ins- that super wealthy. Yeah, because
1: yeah. yeah, Karen just kind of clocks her and is like, "Hmm, I want, I'd like to chat with this girl who's near my age." And yeah, she just kind of runs up to her to her house, and yeah, her. Her uh, questions are pretty indicative of the class that she comes from. Because she straight up says, well, which floor do you live on? And Lonnie's just like, well, all of them. And Karen's like, well, is <laughs> well, your father you... the super? Super? You...
0: The yeah.
1: uh. I, I, Superintendent? works no, at no, a school
0: no super or the attendant
1: oh okay not
0: the superintendent <laughs> yes, no that's I miss, how it works at a school I, I you. is the he's i i know the one that's in the simpsons
1: so yeah she's like yeah you're is your father the super you have all four floors to yourself and Lonnie's just like yes. yeah, yeah i, I have house. a great life <laughs> and karen's like oh you have a big family and she's like well four people and karen's like that's all and are you going to let me in or what? And Lenny's like, why? And Karen's just like, well, I'm coming over for a while.
0: Uh, uh, Karen's a bit pu- Karen's a bit pushy. I'm not going to say she's not. Yeah. She's a bit aggressive. Uh, uh, and that's, I don't know whether that has to do with her. Cl- uh, yeah, both these things have to do with, both these movies have a bit to do with class and shit mm, like that and, and, and porn inter porn and, porn and interdynamics between young women or young younger girl, you know, older girls young i don't know what to say but yeah little women little women the the movie that came out yeah but uh uh but buddy i know you're very impressive but uh, yeah, uh, the other thing—the thing I couldn't really buy was Karen as a fourteen-year-old. She looked a little tall and older to be—I don't know—but she didn't. I well, don't know. If uh, she...
1: Karen is played by Rainbow Harvest, which yeah. is her actual given name,
0: and everyone thinks that she look she looks a lot like uh, Winona. Winona Ryder, and she, she got does. And, she, uh, and she got uh, I would mistaken. Get confused, people but mistake people mistake her I for that. for that, and they're coming up at the same like the exact same time, more or less. So.
1: That, so but. yeah, Rainbow Harvest was born in '66. This was mainly shot in like '82,
0: '83. Yeah. So oh wow. So yeah. It's, uh, she is actually in that age range a bit. Yeah. Right. Let me or,
1: see. I, I can't really math. Can you do the math on yeah, that? Yeah,
0: I can. It's just born '66 or '67. So you know, freaking ten and then tw- twenty and then. Uh, so she's like sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. 16 so 17. playing a little. Old, yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, it's. And they, I guess they, I guess they bond. She really, uh, Karen kind of uh, gets into her, fa- you know, gets into her. I don't want to say gets in her face, but uh, something similar to that.
1: Yeah, baby. Alyssa Milano plays Diane. She's just like, oh, she dre- she dresses funny when she when Karen leaves the house, and Lonnie's like, yeah, I like it. Like she's intrigued by these street kids.
0: Oh, the street kids are so exotic. And then of course there's the brother. Who we find out? uh, We find out, and there's a lot of cat, uh, you know, like insulting on the streets. I guess that happened in the early '80s. Yeah, that's what street kids do. They say, "Oh, fuck you! I'm on the street."
1: Yeah, you remember, like in, like in Misery, when James Caan tells um, Kathy Bates that she's like, "Ah," "He's like, I was a street kid. That's how street kids talk."
0: Yeah, yeah, they they talk like the street talk. Yeah, I like that phrase, street talk. But uh, yeah, and. And, uh, yeah, Karen comes from a working class, very cat, she's very Catholic. Very,
1: yeah, Italian Catholic family.
0: Very, like, it, but, like, lip service, she isn't, it, she's doing the Hail Mary, Full of Grace, but she keeps, she keeps on, like, you know, taking shit, shoplifting, yeah, and shit she, like she, that, she, and just saying, like, this a, uh, get out of jail, She's a and her. she,
1: yeah, and she convinces Lonnie to go into, like, a five and dime, is what yeah. she says it is, and steal something, and, you know, Lonnie's stressed out, she gets caught, but then Karen, you know, once they're back in her room, he's like, oh, yeah, no, the security guard doesn't see everything and pulls some makeup from her pants. Like, one like, like she's more sly. She's done it before. And then she takes her to church, and she's like, you have, you, you didn't confess? And Lani's just like, no, I don't know what the deal is with this. And she's like, well, aren't you Catholic? And she's yeah. like, no, I guess I'm just nothing. And Karen's like, well, you're going to go to hell if you don't <laughs> like to tell that. what we did. And she continues to steal, so it's like it's totally fine to do bad things. Yeah, as long as you go to as long as you got As her long her as her you talk to an old
0: pedophile, everything's going to be a okay with Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's, you don't have to really try to be a good person. Just make sure that you feel kind of bad about it and tell someone and do your penance. Talk to
0: God. Talk to a guy in a robe in a small little porta potty, and you know everything will be A-okay with a okay with the you know? oh my gosh, babe. Yeah, well, that's how they talk. They say, ooh, is they okay with the G-O-D now that you've said you're sinning of masturbating or shoplifting some makeup? You're definitely not going to go to a place where uh, the devil wants to hurt your body. Ooh, no. But um, t- but that's what people believe because you're young and whatever. But um, just inconsistency in yeah, that. Yeah, so she, gives her her, like,
1: yeah, she t- gives her her first rosary. Now that she has a nicer one, teaches her You're going it Harry. the wrong
0: way. You're doing the wrong way She's to... She's like, no, it's left cross. to right. Because yeah.
1: Lonnie really has no idea. They, they just don't go to church. They're just kind of a non-denominational... I have money. I don't
0: need to see Jesus. What the fuck? Wow. And Lonnie says, well, am I
1: still going to go to hell? And Karen's just like, yeah, who knows? Just keep praying every night.
0: <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I'm going to throw this ideology at you, and I don't, I don't know if it works. Who knows? Just keep on doing the dumb... Yes, and you are definitely going to be okay. Yeah, this is how
1: I was brought up, so it's obviously true.
0: Yeah, Uh, because it's
1: all I know.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know any other religions, so they're obviously wrong,
1: (laughs) and I'm correct.
0: Anyway, but uh, so she has that type of uh, thought thinking, and yeah, it's because it's like when when you're
1: when you're young, so they're you know almost twelve and fourteen. And you just kind of stick in your bubble, you know, you go to, you you know, Lonnie goes to her, you know, uppity private school, and she goes to her summer camp. She goes on the bus every day. She doesn't stay over. Yeah. Um, Except for one night where she actually sleeps over at Karen's instead, being a bad girl. And what... And Karen, you know, goes to her Catholic school, so you're just in your bubble, and you don't really meet people outside of that bubble, so you assume everyone's like you. Yeah. Because, you know, there wasn't internet, and, you know, I guess... Even with things like TV, you kind of just watch what your parents watch, yeah. so you're only exposed to what you're exposed to. None of, to, of so us had
0: cell phones to look yeah, at so other you shit. Yeah, so assume
1: that that's the entire world.
0: The internet was not alive until yeah, but uh, what
1: I the really love still not alive, sweetie. No, yeah,
0: it's not alive. It's it's
1: I don't dead know. Ask like rock.
0: But rock is dead like the internet. The internet is dead like rock.
1: I don't know. Yes. Ask ChatGPT. I it thinks it's a surprise. Uh, yes,
0: yes. You can. I if I if I want to talk to John Lennon and ask him about what a shooter's face looked like, I can do that. We know what he looks like. Yeah, I know. But what the expression was, uh, you know. But um, and he'll definitely give give us a real answer that. That's anyway, but uh, the other, the real, I really liked both these movies. Thank you for introducing them to me. I'm not just saying that; I I really do like these because it doesn't feel. Never
1: have exposed yourself to before.
0: Well, it's not just that; it's just that the the flow of the uh, of the story just the story flowed really well. It didn't feel like okay, this is the part where they're going to feel sad. This is the part where they're going to get in trouble. This is because with so many of the coming age. Or uh, stories, or, or those type, of, are very mean. formulaic. But you, uh, I don't mind if they're formulaic if the if the moment if it's done well and you can't tell when you're going into this part of the story, yeah. Or if it's done so well that it feels organic. And both these movies, luckily, uh felt organic. It felt like, ooh, I'm actually watching these. Young people get into arguments. I'm actually yeah, it it, feels the authent the authenticity in both these <laughs> movies is really off the charts, and you could really hear, you can really see it in the people's faces. Yeah, it. it it, until you mentioned it, I didn't even notice it was Alyssa Milano, and then I couldn't not see it, and it was kind of distracting me. It's that was okay. the only she thing. Still looks
1: exactly the same. The same.
0: only thing that was kind of distracting me of this movie because much. I She's didn't taller. I didn't recognize I didn't know Sarah Boyd or Rainbow Heart. Uh, I think I've seen one movie with Rainbow Harvest, and the only other person that I that I really recognized is Danny yes. Yale. So let's talk about whether or not so. Uh, whether you know, what type of father f- figure this fucking piece of oh, shit my. he is not he's stern he's not he's not he's a bit forgiving but he's fairly old school when it comes to how we inter- uh, how you're supposed to interact with your your children how your children are supposed to act towards you he's uh you know, and we—he's a—he's the plumber superintendent. He is the—he's the, the superintendent the super That's super.
1: why Karen asked, Ass because she like, kind of only—you yeah. know—only knows what she knows and assumes everyone else, you know, lives a similar type of life.
0: Yeah, and um, it's—it's
1: real. It's—it's nice, and you find
0: out that there is a some young. Uh, I don't want to say street. No, streetwalker. That's what you would say in the eighties. But a sex worker seems like a sex worker. No, doing, she. Just a, Carla, sorry.
1: she is not a sex worker. She just dresses trampy because she likes it. And it's summertime in New York, and it's fucking hot. Yeah, She's, we
0: went to summertime in New oh York, so you would be fine dressing like that if it was. Yeah, be you, like would, that. you would. You would
1: freaking have to. It was yeah. so hot and humid. Next, and we're not walking co- every Another chair, reason
0: wa- why we're not coming back to New York August. Dr- uh, in August. Not in August. No, no, you know, that, that's, no.
1: Carla's a hairdresser. Yeah. Oh, fucking.
0: Of course. Why did I think? Uh, uh, me being ugly mean. Uh, patriarchy bird. Patriarchy. I'm just a squawk, patriarchy. Squawk. A squawk. Squawk. Thank you, Miranda, for <laughs> saying these phrases. No, but I've. But I, yeah, she is a hairdresser. But it um, very early. It is implied that she has sex with both uh, the father and the.
1: You're yeah. jumping away. No,
0: I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to. I, I don't mean to jump like that. But he he does seem to. Uh, he f- he fixes all the fucking. He does the plumbing. People are pissed off. You know, whatever. People yeah, he shit.
1: he's he's a, a blue collar worker, and so you know he works long hours, and he works he. He's the super of the building in which he lives, which means it's probably nonstop. So he gets kind of irritated. He wants to come home and, you know, have a beer. But that means he can be kind of harsh with his kids. because. But it's funny. The very beginning scene is um, Lonnie, you know, taking too long to get dressed. And she goes down to breakfast before she goes to the bus to summer camp. And we see how her parents are just talking about, just completely things that are inconsequential to their kids. They're just talking about all their obligations and the organizations they're dealing with. So it's really interesting to see the different dynamics of these two families as well.
2: Yeah. Like
1: with um Karen, she has to steal makeup because she's not supposed to wear wear it. She couldn't get, you know, she's not allowed to spend her allowance on she's it. She's an allowance. Yeah. You know, very, very much, you know, don't go around looking like a whore, even though that's what, you know, Karen likes to be flashy. That's just her style. Um... So she has to steal makeup, and she doesn't
0: really look like a. Don't say she looked uh, looking like a whore. I'm, yeah, I'm just, she, I'm just, uh, no, saying I'm just no. talking
1: purity culture type nonsense. Yeah, that's. I, that's I think it. You know, I think. She, I think she
0: looked fine. Yeah, she did. Like, she did okay. look fine.
1: She's just a little flashy, and yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But she has to, you know, when she they take the makeup that they stole home back to Karen's place, and her mom is, you know, comes to bug her because she needs to try on her um confirmation dress because she needs to hem it she's like wiping her makeup off you know so her mom doesn't see it because you know the nuns they give her a lot of grief at school for wearing makeup and i love her i love how she she's like oh what i said to sister mary margaret was like god made me perfect why not show it it's like jesus
0: christ that that, yeah that's the take you want to do you know yeah to the nuns
1: um, so she's wiping it off so her mom doesn't say anything and she doesn't, but then we find out in a later scene, um, Lonnie is experimenting with makeup, you know, and she just uses her mom's because her mom has all all this nice makeup and she's just trying on, you know, some lipstick and just, you know, seeing what she can do, you know, like, like girls do. It's an yeah. experimentation artistic uh-huh. sort of phase. I've heard the and, stories. Yes and her mom's just like, "Oh, I didn't know you liked makeup." And Lonnie's like, "No, I'm sorry. I won't want to put it back." And her mom's like, "No, it's it's fine. I just I didn't know that you were into that sort of thing." You know, go go ahead. Go ahead. So it's just yeah. it's a very different dynamic.
0: And a very different she grew up very different, not just classly, but yeah, their their <laughs> their uh, parents are very different personality wise yeah because because of the classes mainly mainly uh, for reasons of the cl- other reasons too but uh, uh, one of the reasons is because of the classism that yeah the that kind structure. of
1: intersectionality of um, class and religion yeah and how it informs things like how you relate to your kids
0: yeah and um th- uh, there's that so uh let's talk uh, let's talk a little bit about the brother johnny he's johnny. The, he's the uh
1: Played by Neil Berry, and he's, he was about sixteen or seventeen. He's fine.
0: He's he's a you know you could he, all these characters are really believable, even mm-hmm. the ones with the faces that you really recognize. Because if I didn't know any better, I'd say that, and, and I didn't recognize I didn't recognize the you know if Danny Ayo was not you know played by Daniel it was somebody else I would have thought this is a documentary because this is very mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's
1: pretty gritty
0: it's pretty gritty I think it's pretty the uh, same uh,
1: year that he did the papado preach video yeah
0: I believe so um but uh he's uh he's a great he's a great great actor it just uh, it kind of he's kind of perfect in the role of aggravated yeah. dad and um, what
1: when did um do the right thing come out
0: 89. So oh, five so this, years. Was,
1: this was, yeah, several years before that as well.
0: Yeah, and, uh, he's, a uh, he's, uh, one, it's, it's, uh he, di- he died in 2019, December. Oh. And, uh, was, so he did, um, here we go, so he did uh, Blood Feud in 83, Olden, uh, Blood Feud is uh, a TV miniseries in the early 80s about Jimmy Hoffa, that's really, oh, okay. that I've heard is really, really good, uh, playing Randy Powers, uh. You know, uh, And after that, he's in Once Upon a Time in America, uh, directed by Sergio Leone with Robert mm. De Niro and James Woods. And oh, one, yeah. of their, one of the best, uh, my second favorite Leone movie that I would love to show you, but sometime down the road. He was also in Broadway, Danny Rose, a Woody Allen movie, Uncredited. Then The Purple Rose of Cairo, also by Woody Allen. Then The Stuff, remember The Stuff, the yes. goo movie? And then The Protector, then Key Exchange, then Radio Days, then Man on Fire. Then The Pickup Artist with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Papa and, Don't
1: Preach was in 86. Yeah. Uh, Mo-
0: uh, Moonstruck in 87. Uh, Third Solution in 88. January Man in 89. And Do the Right Thing in 89. And then he just he's just a great working New York actor. Just keeps on in Leon the professional, you know. He's in another movie that we're gonna do pretty soon called Hudson Hawk that was produced and and written and put together by Bruce Willis and it is his Mm. uh, star vehicle that is that vein where he doesn't know where he's doing and it's just going there's so many ideas that are just fucking nuts I can't wait to do that with something else oh and Mistress in 1992 with De Niro as well Uh, it's another really good movie anyway so he's uh yeah he started getting. Pretty hot in some decent, uh, some okay Woody Allen movies throughout the eighties, and then uh, and then he really really got you know known known I think in eighty nine for because it's such a <laughs> indelible and, and uh, remembered role in do the right thing mm-hmm. and uh, is as Sal, but um, yeah anyway so getting uh, getting off a little thing there but uh, he's kind of str- he he's kind of he's. More strict with his daughter than he is with his w- with his son. Well, he gives Johnny a
1: lot of shit for not helping him with the repairs.
0: Uh, but then kind of pull, uh, forgives him easier, does that type of thing after a while. Or yeah, the
1: mother just kind of chimes in and then all is forgotten.
0: Yeah, exactly. Especially... And, it, and there's some casual, like, physical altercation stuff that he does yeah, to his children. Yeah, Karen kind of does steal
1: his super key um, to an empty apartment so they can go play. Yeah. Which is kind of an interesting scene because, you know, um, Lonnie and Karen go in, and Karen's like, oh, we can put the TV here. But then Lonnie's like, yes, and we can put the Davenport here. And they're, you know, having a play dinner. And, you know, Karen's like, yeah, this is a. I, this is uh, exactly how I like my steak, thick and juicy. And Lonnie's just like, no, we'll have the pressed duck and white wine. And, you know, with a, she, she rings a fake little bell, and, you know, there's a fake waiter or made yeah. or something like that. Like, oh, Charles, we'll have the pressed duck with the white wine. It's very elegant. And then we'll have the, you know, I think, bananas foster for dessert. And uh, Karen's just like, uh, no, oh, no, I want a milkshake, Charles. I'm not having bananas for dessert. What no. the hell?
0: Ugh, God. Bananas for dessert? Just putting bananas and ice cream for dessert? Yeah.
1: So it just shows what, you know, very different worlds they come from. And when they are playing pretend, they even they play it very differently they
0: play it very much in tune with their
1: but Karen's not going with the oh I want to be a fancy lady too she's like no I like what I like
0: yeah I know know. but uh it's 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 nice their friendship, their friendship seems real it feels authentic it really feels authentic but getting
1: getting to your point when Karen gets caught with the key and playing in an empty apartment yeah, yeah Danny Aiello just straight up slaps her in the face and he says you know I'm gonna do worse if I catch you in another apartment, and yeah. that goes for your friend too. And Lonnie's just like, "Oh my Fuck. gosh, violence!" I'm not used to this. <laughs> She's just very quiet.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's really not, uh, it's really not good, and it it feels real. It, that's the thing. It also feels like, oh shit, that's. Again, that's why so much of the uh, of bo- uh, of this movie in particular because it's it feels so low budgety. Yeah. that it, it feels like it, it feels so much like on a doc. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, that, I couldn't I can't find anything either. Oh, actress Susan Kingsley uh, was killed in a car accident 1 month before the film's release. She played Karen's mom. And uh, that's that's fucking sad as shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. Screenwriter Marissa Silver, who also directed it, you know, based on based the film on an experience from her own life. She sent an interview with the. Tenement Museum website. Old enough was loosely based on something that happened to me in my childhood. My family had moved from a rather suburban life in Cleveland, Ohio, to New York City. We landed in Yorkville in the East 80s, where things were, where there was a large German immigrant immigrant population i became friends with a girl from the neighborhood during the year that i knew her i was introduced to her world which was so different from the one i was used to and vice versa in those days the late 60s kids had i think much more freedom to run around and the girl and i spent an enormous amount of time getting into various forms of trouble it was a most excellent year so she went through this shit and she remembered so many like indelible moments of being a young lady through all of this that she said, "Oh, okay. Well, this this feels real. And now that I know it was based on uh, parts of her life of what she grew up with, it feels yeah." It yeah, that feel, makes a lot of sense. Doesn't feel like it, 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 it's candy colored or candy cuttered or cu- uh, cookie cutter. I meant to, I said candy colored. All right. I can leave. But uh, yeah, and. But, uh, it's The, uh, oh, wow, that's cool Her mother is Joan Micklin Silver Who wrote and directed two Lower East Side cinematic staples Hester Street I love
1: that movie, we're gonna do we're that We're
0: gonna movie. do that And it was really, it it came out it, Hester Street from 1975 Was, uh, yeah And, um, Crosses, uh, Crossing Delaney was the other movie her her mom, the director of this movie, also directed a movie called uh, Yeah, Crossing Delancey, which w- which came out in '88, five years after this movie, after the movie, uh, yeah, or four years after this movie. So that was um, that's incredible. Like that's a nice little connection yeah. that we're gonna do later with Hester Street, but uh, uh, it's it's insane. Yeah, we still do that eleven and three quarters. When did you stop doing that? Probably around that time or I
1: think I just always said the full year.
0: Okay. I never did three I I probably did like three quarters like once in my life, but you know. Um Oh yeah, and the following year, of course. I I didn't realize that this was a connection after reading it on on fucking IMDB, but it it does make sense. He in the Purple Rose of Cairo, Mm -hmm. Danny AL also plays a abuse of yeah. Aello. A yellow. Yeah. Plays a working class abuser in that movie, oh, which that's is right. interesting.
1: Is he um, um Mia Farrow's husband?
0: I believe so. Let yeah. me double check in that, but yeah, I think so. The uh it's a but uh, I really like I mean, this is a great. I really liked it. There's a bit of a um Uh all right. When what do we want to get to next? I don't want to
1: uh, or, uh, At, at one point story. she gets invited to a summer dance, which is kind oh, yeah. of like a um I'm not really sure what sort of um, organization this is, but it's, you know, with all her private school friends, and she's like, oh, I can take anyone. So she takes Karen, and Karen is kind of not into it. It's all of her, like, her friends aren't really being snooty or anything. They just, they're used to people in their own echelon, and they're saying, oh, you know, uh-huh. so-and-so's still in France, and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, one of the girls says... uh. Oh, there's so and so. I I want him to ask me to dance, but he won't. And you know, Karen's like that guy I wouldn't let him touch me if I were you. What a stiff! <laughs> and then, <laughs>
0: and all, all those dudes did. They all did look stiff. They all anyway.
1: Well, you know, they're they're preteens or early teens. They don't know what they're doing at a dance. And this is a, it's a very I like him
2: let it's it a very touch
1: formal me. dance. There's an orchestra, so, so, so you know. um, Lonnie wants to dance, and she's like, "Oh, let's go dance!" And she and Karen's like, "Um, you know, dance to this? How are you supposed to dance to this? Because it's just it's kind of a, a fox trotting type music." So she tries to teach her a box step, and she's not really getting it.
2: No.
1: Um, and you know, then of course it's the '80s, so we have to pull the you know, you trying to make me look like a queer Sloan which is Lonnie's last name. So, Yen Chiem, yeah. that I think that's the second time um, Karen says that, Yeah, which is not great. It's
0: not great now, but no, it's but very, it's something it's what, that 80s. would be said in 1984, yeah, or 1983.
1: Which Lonnie just doesn't respond to, like,
0: yeah, you know,
1: the- that's not a thing, and that actually shows up a bit in Little Darlings as well. Again, yeah. it's the 80s. Yeah, it's, it's the, how it's they the talk. talk- in the 80s it was just the worst insult ever which to was-
0: call something to inflict oh my gosh they're gay or just or something bad is like oh oh no they they they're different with my se- with their sexuality than i am what a yeah, hindrance it, yeah. to my idea of what i think should happen in the world which is still going on that's still a, that's still the platitude like ah oh, it freaks me out i don't even want to think about it that type of fucking Scared, fucking fear and hatred of people yeah. that are, you know, just different from you and are wonderful. It's anyway, a good thing
1: those. things are different now. Sure, uh huh, part- different, yeah, but slightly more partially
0: accepting partially than, gone, than we yes. were in 1984. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. baby steps. I guess I do
0: think, yeah, the baby has been should not be a baby, and we should be a fucking full grown adult. You but okay, fine. So. Yeah, yeah, so, yes. emotional intelligence. And oh, then Karen goes babies. to talk to this
1: blonde guy who's just a, He's kind of just has a glass of ice, and right. she says something uh. like, "Ah, hey, yeah, you look like you need a drink with that ice." Too bad I didn't bring a bottle. You know, spike up the drinks, get the party started, type of thing. And he just kind like, of gives her a look. What the fuck and are you talking about?
0: This is a preteen dance, and we are. He's like not, not into that. it. He's
1: like, okay, you're weird.
0: Yeah, he's not. I, I I I like punch the way it is. God damn it! I I I chew with my ice. Chew my eyes.
1: Yeah, and that's when we find out that, you know, they, they, you know, Karen wants to leave, and then they leave the dance, and then Karen pulls out a wad of cash, and she's like, 24 bucks, pretty good score, and Lonnie's like, where'd you get that? And he's like, yeah, from the coat room, the lady was sleeping, you know, your friends aren't gonna miss it, so Lonnie gets pissed. Like you, like you do. Like you do. But she knew Karen was a thief in general. Yeah. She's just bothered that instead of from, like, a chain store, she's actually stealing from her friends. Yeah, and that... Which is understandable. That's understandable.
0: Yeah, corporations don't mean jack shit. That, that you know, you, you see your friend on a regular basis. Anyway. Brother. Yeah, so,
1: so they stopped talking for a while. Lonnie's, like, kind of had it. Like, okay, this chick is trouble. And she talks to, you know, little Diane about not knowing if she still wants to be friends. But, you know... Karen shows up and she apologizes for stealing and is like, "Okay, you, you want to come over." And then the next scene, um Lonnie is talking to Johnny. Yeah. And we find out that a lady from their building has died, and the whole family's at the funeral and he didn't he didn't go cuz he didn't want to. Yeah. So, this is the first time we really see them interacting except um in the earlier dinner scene where he gets a little creeptastic. Yeah. But here he gets wrecked. Oh,
0: yeah, the 11-year-old thing. That that's that's is that, that's what that was, right? Is that, am I wrong? There? Yeah, that, yeah, that, 11 that, and that, a half. that that's this scene. Yeah, that's not, um, that's not great. That's not, I don't, even if, ugh, I don't, I can't even think of anybody saying that. It just, it just felt very out of place, even for, like, any sort of, whatever. But I was, I was. Mm.
1: Yeah, he, he asks her up to their apartment, no one's home, asks her if she has a boyfriend, she says, you know, she's not ready, and he likes it under his breath. Oh, you look ready to me. Okay, that's definitely yeah. That's definitely being a creeper. No, no, no,
0: just doing that, uh, eh, the guy from Welcome to the Dollhouse type of vibes is like, yeah, love you, little girl. Oh, God.
1: That that's, was a dream sequence. Yes,
0: of course. Of course. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Steve was not into Dawn. <laughs> of course not, no. He was a jackass, but he was not into her. No. Um,
0: <laughs> but he does write a fucking song. Little girls. That, okay, that's that's, that's not fair. Right. <laughs> anyway, well, that's a previous step, but um, yeah, right, go ahead. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you know, Lonnie's like, well, you want to play cards? I know, I know, Karen has some cards, and he's like, you want to play strip poker? She's like, no, and he's like, well, it's the only game I like. So that's, again, it's that's fucking. No, just, that's just, don't be, up, don't know. I'm creepy um, with a
0: capital K. So she
1: suggests Jin, They do play, and when he wins, he wraps her knuckles like a jerk. Oof. Of course, I wrote Ferk for some reason. Yeah, he's Ferk. He's is. that too.
0: Yeah,
1: Ferk. But then he kind of holds her hands and he gives her a peck, and it's like, ah, she's still eleven.
0: Again, this is not. This is not cool. I don't know why. you Yeah, Carrie walks do this in. Shit. She's back
1: from the funeral. is like, yeah, they're playing stickball outside. Why don't you go join? Like she's pissed.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's understandable because, goddamn, I wouldn't fucking ugh, shit.
1: But this—that's
0: not—it's not her. It's not Lonnie's fault at all. No,
1: no, of course it not. All.
0: It's just, it's just. Uh, she she just, she rough, just happened rough, to be rough. there. Yeah, it's just they're not just cool. interacting.
1: She thought everything was okay, but this does kind of pique Lonnie's interest a little bit in boys. Um, So she starts talking to her mom about her her single aunt and if she's ever been with a man. And the mom says she's willing to bet on it. You know, lots of single women go out with men, she says. Because, you know, Lonnie's like, but she's not married. And and the mom's like, well, you know, women date. That's how we find the right, right man. And then Lonnie says, Well, when was her first one? And the mom says, Well, she started pretty young. So Lonnie's like, Okay, so maybe this.
0: This, this is isn't as creepy as I thought it yeah, was in the first it's place, even though it it's is like, certainly fucking Pretty young can is. be
1: 16, but 11. No, I
0: yeah, yeah, especially. I'll, I, I don't know why this is the first thing that came age right. I, 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 yeah, One 11 year old kissing the other 11 year old on the cheek isn't as fucking just yeah. isn't scary that's, like yeah. a 16 or 17 year old dude would say yeah, yeah fucking fuck off dude that's not cool but um
1: yeah so we find out carla um the uh the woman who likes to wear her cutoffs and leggings and halter tops because it's the early 80s and it's hot as it's shit. cool I like yeah that. and it's cool she looks great
0: I mean, I like, I like, uh, the halter tops, are great, or fine, whatever. Yeah, it's, I know you could, like halter tops, babe. It's fine, whatever. Um, about, she's anyway. moving
1: into the dead woman's apartment.
0: That's okay, look. And,
1: you know, all the three kids are watching her move her stuff in, and, you know, Johnny makes some, you know, she makes some comments about, mm. ah, yeah, she's not bad, she's not that old, you know? Ugh. We find out later she's 32. Um, well, that, you know, Lonnie's getting yeah.
0: Johnny should, uh, you know, Johnny should be okay.
1: Johnny has no sense of age. Apparently,
0: <laughs> he's just horny and does <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. It's wrong and ugly. So, so do you think he did it with the thirty-two-year-old? Or it's made
1: it? pretty evident that he did.
0: Yeah, and so you shouldn't be. Uh, and yeah, the lady should say, "Oh wow, oh no, that's not or whatever." So that happens. Do you think the uh, the father also had sex with her, or no? You think no? No,
1: I don't, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, anyway, indeed.
0: Anyway, indeed. I didn't, uh, but yeah, I guess she uh, she does have sex with the uh, with Johnny, and or at least it's heavily yes. implied.
1: Yeah, well, the well the the girls, everybody's very uh, interested in Carla. She's a single woman, you know, who dresses pretty fancy, so everyone finds her very fascinating. And you know, the girls are. Wa- it's the next day, and the girls are just kind of watching her do her thing. And, you know, she talks to them a little bit. Oh, because she, um. oh, that's right. She's not a hairdresser. She's a nail tech. She does nails. They do mention that. And, she, you know, she goes up to Karen and is like, oh, let me see your nails. Oh, they're pretty good. Because she likes to paint their nails. So yeah. she's, a, she's a nice, amicable person who likes to bang 17-year-olds, apparently. Oh. No. Um, yeah. And you know, then they're talking about it a little bit. Not a great bit. idea. And yeah, and Karen's like, I know she doesn't have any guys, and Lonnie's just like, oh, I bet she does. And Karen's just like, you don't even know her. Like, <laughs> like no, she like I think it might be the Catholic thing. Like, yeah. no, she's not that kind of girl.
0: Yeah, you, you you don't know what type of girl she is. You only know what type of girl you are. Anyway.
1: Yeah, and Karen goes home and asks where her Dad is, and he is he as the super, he's putting AC in Carla's apartment. And you know this. I think this is where you got that vibe when he comes home and says like, "Oh, I." He's like, "Oh, I couldn't finish." You know, she didn't have the right parts, and then he says a little lower, "Yeah, but the uh, one she got ain't too bad." Yeah, uh, that's
0: what I thought because he was doing, bu- because he's talking, he's either he's talking like a disgusting pervert that fucked her, but he whether or not he did or not is. Debatable, but he, cer- well, he, he certainly certainly wants ogling, to right? see that himself. That does that
1: he that doesn't mean that he did anything. Yeah, don't, exactly. No, that's kind of left up to interpretation. I All,
0: suppose. Also, yeah, but he seems he doesn't seem to be. I guess he. Yeah, he. I guess he loves his wife, but I'm not gonna.
1: We don't see a whole lot of their relationship.
0: No, they, they. Yeah, they kiss once or have like some sort of. You know, romantic altercation. That's a weird way to say that. Remulti- <laughs> romantic altercation with them. But, well, that's uh, when, but
1: that's when Johnny comes home and he asks for the, his dad's tools because he's going to go fix that pipe that he didn't fix from before. But he goes into Carla's apartment instead. And
0: then instead.
1: Does so next day, does. you know, the girls are watching Carla again, and then they follow her for a bit. Yeah. And then Karen wants to bail, and Lonnie's like, "No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead." And she continues to follow her way down to. Um, that was the Lower East Side, didn't you say? Didn't you look? And yeah, see it was what, lower
0: uh, in. Uh, it was the Lower East Side because part lower. of that, yeah, because you said
1: it was like um, Third Street, yeah, it, way it, down there. It's
0: it, it's third. Sh- it was down Third Street battery. and Sixth Avenue, like right, uh, like in the ba- Yeah, like really mm-hmm. uh, where the Metrograph is now, or just around that area, and uh, that's yeah. It.
1: Lonnie continues on her own, and yeah. th- she's. Like, in a completely different world now. She comes across these older dudes who are catcalling her. One guy is, like, grabbing his crotch at her. And she's just like, ah, no! Um,
0: Because that's the dangerous part of town. Oh, my gosh. It's very scary and dangerous, that part of the street. But it's 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 a fact of life.
1: Poor little girls that age do get catcalled. Yeah. And she, you know, escapes into a little store and (laughs) buys one plantain for a quarter. Yeah. Um, Which
0: 1984? We looked it up. It's it it, we thought it was banana. I thought it was a banana because we were already talking about banana. It was a banana has already been referenced in a dessert. It, it looked
1: green and large. I think maybe it was yeah, a plantain. Plantain. Since yeah. she was in a, um, it looked like I um, I don't a Spanish speaking area. Yeah. So I would imagine it might be it might be a a Puerto Rican area at that time. But yeah. I don't know that for a fact. Um. And she goes back, and you know, Karen's just like, "Oh, you're a fool. You could have gotten killed there." And Lonnie's like, "But I didn't. I found out everything." She's got a man. She just she follows her to the salon where she works. Yeah. And that's, and she hugs a guy who's a coworker. Yeah. Which means nothing.
0: Which means yeah, nothing at all.
1: Um, then Karen, against her dad's wishes, uses uh, one of the keys that she stole again to sneak into her apartment, Carla's apartment. So they both go in there, and they're playing with her clothes. And then she sees her dad's tool belt in the bed in the bedroom. And you know, Lonnie's like, "Oh, I thought you're, you know, oh, I no. thought your dad was putting AC in her apartment." She's yeah. like, "Yeah, but the AC's in the living room." Yeah, the tool belt is left in the bedroom. Dun dun dun. You know, oh
0: my god. And Johnny gosh. comes
1: in. Everybody's just ring. Ra- everyone just jumps
0: in at the end.
1: Walks into this lady's apartment while she's at work. Not cool.
0: Not cool. Yep. More um, privacy. Yeah, they find violations. each other. Johnny plays up not just, knowing yes.
1: why the belt is there. <clears throat> And then Karen leaves because she thinks, oh, dad was working on the AC and then he took his, belt, his tool belt off in the bedroom and, you know, way, hey, hey. Whoa, 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 yeah. So she thinks her dad's cheating on her mom. So she is understandably very upset. And um, so Karen bails and Johnny's like, ah, it's okay. You know, put, you know, they start putting all her clothes back and everything. And he's like, it's okay. She won't be back till six. It's like, gee, Johnny, why do you know exactly when she's uh, home from work?
0: Because, uh, and, but Lonnie
1: puts that together. She's like, It was yeah. up, it was you up here, um, with the tool belt, wasn't it? And he's like, You know, so what if it was? And Lonnie's like, Well, tell Karen. And he's like, Why should I? And, and she's like, Well, you know, she was a crying. She's upset. Decent thing to do so clean. to be
0: empathetic and tell you and compassionate towards your sister to tell her the fucking truth about that. I was having sex with uh, the 32 year old, not yes. not dad. Or hopefully yes. not Yes, and that. Lonnie
1: goes to tell Karen because she wants to make things right, but, you know, Karen's super upset and just says, I don't, you know, just shut up and go away.
0: Shut up and go away.
1: <laughs> and Karen won't take her call. She's super upset about the whole thing. So, so I love it. Lonnie goes back to the Five, five and Dime, shoplifts a nail polish and leaves it on her mailbox. Yeah. As kind of a, hey, I, I still want to be friends. Yeah. And then, you know... Because she shoplifted again, she has to go back to... You know, Lonnie goes back to the church and she she goes to confession and then goes back home and does her Hail Marys. She keeps the rosary inside a baby doll so her parents don't find it. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like, ah, I might be Catholic. I have to hide this from my family. Oh, gosh, yes. A different idea of what uh,
0: God is. Ooh. All right. but
1: well, she just doesn't want to have to explain herself, I yeah, guess. Yeah, of course Lonnie not. runs into Johnny outside their her. apartment and says... That, you know, hey, if you don't tell Karen, I'm going to. And he's like, hey, come with me. And he puts her on the handlebars of his uh, bike and starts riding oh really fast, my. you know, trying to scare her like a jackass. Yeah. And Karen goes back into Carla's apartment while Johnny is riding with Lonnie. And, you know, Lonnie wants to get off. She's freaked out. He, you know, breaks quickly and she falls off the bike and he, you know, threatens her not to tell. But Karen is, you know, she's around as she hears, going you know, what's going on. And she's just like, oh, tell what? And Lonnie, you know, she's not scared of Johnny. She knows, you know, the right thing to do. And um, says, you know, yeah, it wasn't your father up there with Carla. It was Johnny. And Karen's, like, kind of taken aback. And Johnny's, you know, he's on the defensive. He's like, well, you know, you, you're too busy with your friend to even know what's going on in your own house. Yeah. And then, you know, instead of, you know, coming to her senses, Karen's like, you know, it's your fault and, you, you know, you knew this and you didn't tell me. And, Karen, and Lonnie's like, dude, I totally tried. You made me leave. And then they're all, you know, she's Karen's all pissed off. She's like, you know, go home to your big house and your maid. And you know, Lonnie's not taking her shit. She's kind of, you know, coming to her own a little bit throughout this whole or- or- ordeal. And just tells her to shut up and slaps her. And then she does go home.
0: <laughs> shut up and slap. Uh, you know the, you know, the occasional bit of violence in both of these movies is occasional bit o- of violence. O- ca- yes. o- just. Uh, uh, reminds me that we all have that uh, aggression. But, But, uh, you know,
1: seeing this family dynamic makes Lonnie pretty kind of appreciative of what she does have. Yeah. Um, You know, her parents are going to go out, and she notices that her mom's zipper is not completely done up so she offers can i help
0: you mom yeah yeah which is nice this is a nice moment but
1: instead of actually zipping zipping it up she kind of leans on her back and you know just kind of appreciating her mom and like i'm glad i have this
0: and i don't have the type of dysfunctional stuff that is with karen's family
1: yeah like i'm glad i have this to come home to and her mom doesn't know exactly what's going on but she's just like oh are you you know, bummed out because summer's over, and you, have, and, you know the next day, uh, you know the first day of school is tomorrow, and they have a really, really nice moment. And you know, her mom says she has beautiful eyes, and yeah,
0: it's very nice. It, it's very a really, emotional.
1: it's a really nice moment. So yeah, first day of school, Lonnie's getting ready in her particular um, uniform, and she's painting her nails pink. Yeah. And Diane, little baby Alyssa Milano, is like, "You can't do that; it's against dress code." And Lonnie's just like, meh.
0: And so, yeah, she learned something from Karen to not worry about like your think, you know. Yeah, you don't, you be don't be have to about conform
1: it. as as much as people you will are. tell you, th- you that you need to. Because yes, in the very beginning, she's you know the very first scene, she's getting ready for camp and she's playing with a scarf. Yeah. And, you know, she's trying different things with it. She even tries it as kind of a halter top over her T-shirt. Yeah. You know, kind of like, oh, I'm kind of starting to get I'm going to try to... And then she decides that she wants to tie it around her head as a headband because she wants to be a little rebellious. She's, you know, almost 12. That's just kind of what you do. But then her mom makes her take the scarf off. Yeah. And put on what she calls a bando, which I've never heard it referred to this way before. But it's just a plastic, you know, plastic headband. Very 80s. Um... But, you know, at the end of the movie, she's like, no, I'm going to rebel in this teeny tiny little way, and, you know, everyone can suck it. Good for Lonnie. Yeah. So we see, you know, Lonnie and Diane, they're walking to their private school, and Karen and Johnny are in their respective Catholic school uniforms, and they're waiting for the bus. Karen runs, you know, Diane says, hey, it's that girl. I love how Diane never knows Karen's name throughout this entire film. She always refers to her as that girl.
2: Yeah.
1: Because there is... You know, Lonnie and Karen have this friendship, but there's still very much just a divide between worlds yeah. when it's not the two of them together.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so Karen runs up to say hi, and you know, they chit chat a little bit, and Karen says, Okay, you know, got it, you know, got it, you know, Johnny waves over like the bus is leaving, we have to go. But then she stops in the middle of the street and she says, and <laughs> she says, you know, Lonnie, you're, you're. I think she still calls her Sloan. It's that type of yeah. that type of group of kids that refer to each other as their oh, last names.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. I am. I've constantly never been part re- of a group like that. Yeah, I have been constantly. Re- Told, uh, been called Benson instead of Michael. No one calls me Michael except you or a couple other yeah. you know. But, but she says
1: yeah you. your 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 nail color it's good
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> the fiery red you stole for me is better but it's still a good color yeah. so it's like a little bit of shade but yeah. still a compliment but it's like oh you know we've picked things up from each other
0: it's uh, it's and nice the because, end of the film. yeah, and it's very, it's a very sweet movie. You get to uh, the inner dynamics between these two girls feel uh feel real feel it it, it feels like a real uh, burgeoning uh, frustrating friendship with someone who's who's slightly wiser in some ways than you are, and just, it doesn't just, even feel more like a different. class thing. That yeah. it, it feels more important. It, it, uh, I got more of a you know, let's try to connect. Uh, connect with someone that's different from us rather than a uh, that is a different girl from me than yeah then uh, emotionally and what what type of person sh- she wants to emulate you know what type of person that
1: or just the parts that you want to emulate
0: yeah the parts that you want to emulate not everything about that person obviously Okay, so uh, any uh, anything else you want to say about? What that? were
1: your What were your overall thoughts on this film? I I
0: liked it. I liked this a lot. This felt very good. Uh, it won the Grand Jury Prize at, at the nineteen eighty four Sundance oh, Film nice. Festival, and um, it really uh, I I liked it a lot. I liked how authentic it was. I liked that it was shot in New York City. I'm sure it certainly fucking felt like it. Didn't, oh yeah, it didn't look was. like Toronto whatsoever. And, uh, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, they, it, it's... And the only big name here, uh, uh, other than looking at that little Alyssa Milano face, was, um, Daniello. So it really did feel like a movie... It really did feel like a documentary or a movie out of time. Yes. Or, like, even though, we, of course, it's out of time. It came out in 84. But, you know, it feels very much like a lost artifact, yeah, which I really like Yeah, it's very much its that,
1: own world of a film, yes. Yeah,
0: it, it feels like it's... it's uh Put an amber like like that, or yeah. like, or a, a time capsule, a, time a, a capsule.
1: capsule of a but a time and place, yeah. very specific. Yeah. I li-
0: uh, yeah, and I liked how real it was. That's what I liked, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like the most. That's, that's what that's what that's that the drew big thing. Into
1: it when I was younger, and it would come on HBO every once in a while.
0: And uh, both these movies are really authentic and re- are like really real and just no, they're really real. Ugh. Notes out of context. Okay. Old enough. 1984. Notes out of context. These are notes that I have written and that I will try to read because I have chicken scratch or something like that. I've, I've written. I I write like a. I write like a maniac. Like a chicken. Like a chicken, I don't want. Yeah. Like a chicken. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. Here we go. Lonnie is up and ready for co-map. No, that's not right. Oh, fuck you. Are we staying home tonight? Out and about, chicken lips. Oh, chicken lips. Matchup. Graves Beauty. Milk More. Chess Stuff. Going to leave Upper West Side. Wants to hang out with the call girl. Oh, I put. Oh, the cool girl, not a call girl. Cool girl. Oh, you gonna steal <laughs> and stay out? Good talk while using makeup. More comps. More comp BS. At after the outburst, a secret suppository comp. What the fuck? A, oh a secret skipping comp that's like, what skipping camp 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 makes more sense and I thought the other one was set in yeah because Karen in camp
1: calls out of camp saying she's sick so oh yeah camp Lana can go to her okay
0: also. that makes more sense always always worried about their hats and two movies the bonus the your your buns are are swollen Danny A yellow likes hookers slash sex workers. A uh, catching a Catholic priest is gonna tell you what's what? That or nasty is weirder than you thought it was. You have to adore my uh, you have to adhere to my ideology after after use it. Obesity doesn't suck, does it? Or maybe it does, you dumb bullshit man. Camera on the dinner table. No dinner. Uh, oh yeah, the camera on the dinner table seemed really meant something to me. Man, mon man's pubes, pubis. Mon mon's pubis. Mon's my pubis.
1: Mom, I have pubis. That was a that was a totally different conversation, and you still wrote it down. Mom's
0: right? pubes. I have it written down. Hands, French. My French hands need to touch my mom's pubes. All right, what the fuck? Oh <laughs> God. Oh, friendship, not friend, not
1: French-ship. Oh, God, fuck off. This into weird territory. Yeah, okay. Well, friendship, lady
0: in hot pants, French for goodbye. Aut- uh, aut- authentic New York, pick anybody. Oh, she renegades is what a stiff. Lesbian friendship, toying with connection... With a spike, couldn't uh, hand ha- uh, couldn't hold hands with the perp. Stop that! It's a small tit. It's wrong. It's wrong to take the coat cave. Talking Jesus beads, not a scarlet in sight. Here comes you. Here comes the sun, you dumbass. Ready to up gin? Hit the others. M- uh, magna Box of hand sauce my scenes don't mortgage my pretense willie wanna bet linda started pretty but she but she uh she ended ugly oh god that's not good pretty claps joey hands joey looks like a hag joey looks like a hag who's joey I don't know. Let's get into it. You like adults? No shit. The blonde might want to gack on your on your gunk. Ooh.
1: (laughs) No.
0: The blonde might want to gack on your gunk. You might appoint myself guns of the Navarro. No, what the fuck (laughs) are these? Since she was a mother shopping green lady banger, Carla. I never met her. Motion up my angst. There's pee, and I don't want to go try hard because of it. Oh, I want to. That's a baby goat. Don't behave here. Shame is gonna make you feel sense. What? (laughs) What the fuck, Jorge Plantains? I hardly knew he. What the fuck? Looking at Carla's clothes. Brother and your dad are totally both fucking her. Maybe, I wrote maybe there. <laughs> totally both fucking her. Maybe big, big pelicans look like penises. Not a crime today. George hung again. His, his hung his dong. Have a bit of sauce. Good old fashioned. Selly on Grit Avenue. Violence. Bustin' home. Bodying... Uh, bonding with your first bad girl. A rumor. Okay. That, that really... That
1: summed up the movie nicely.
0: Thank you, Miranda. Thank you, Miranda. I really appreciate it. That... That I was not... I was... I didn't know where was, uh, most of that shit came from. Neither do I. <laughs> and we both watched the movie, so that's certainly something. I uh, I really... um Yeah, that was a good time. But we're gonna... Talk about, now, uh, a slightly better movie. and The better movie out of the two of these. Mm-hmm. And that is Little Darlings from 1980. Yes. Yeah. my gosh. Christy McNichol. And, you know. The Tate O'Neill. One. Yeah, Tate O'Ne- O'Neill. Otherwise known as the other one. Uh, it was a budget of um, $5.3 million. And a box office of... $34,000,000 nice. uh, at the box office. So which a is success. A, so a real big uh, success. I, I, I like this. I like this more than anything. This was a great... I never thought I would like a movie so much about, like, PBS and sexuality. No, uh, <laughs> no, I never thought I would, like, really, you know, enjoy a movie that it's is really this well not, not for... Not necessarily my not your uh, demo. Not my demo. Um, do, you want, uh, do you want to know what else came out in March of 1980?
1: Well, yes, I do, Michael. Okay,
0: thank you very much. Okay. Scared to death. Attica. Last rights. R-I-T-E-S. Oh, my God. Isn't it usually? Yeah, well, last rights. W-G-H-T-S. You could do it that way. There's a movie called Hot T-Shirts. We gotta do Hot T-Shirts. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, The American Success Company. These movie titles are insane. This is the fucking shit. The Rascals. Oh, you know what else came out this this month? What? Bad Timing. Oh. Fuck yeah, yeah. Bad Timing from the same director as Eureka with um, Art Garfunkel. And oh, uh, that, that rem- was, remember that, that disturbing, disturbing one where uh, yeah, the ending of that movie one. is yes. kind of you know, made you shake and squirm. That was uh, out. Uh, well, I don't know if we want if I want to redo that one just yet. But the, there's a movie called Bogey. Uh, oh my gosh, with Kevin O'Connor and Katherine Harold. Oh my gosh, The Black Marble, White Mama with Betty Davis, <laughs> Death Ship. Brave New World, the uh, an adaptation of the yeah. Huxley book, came out. Um, oh, To Race the Wind. Cabo Blanco. Oh, Jesus. The Mighty Peking Man, which it looks like a uh, fucking King Kong knockoff. I'm looking forward to eventually watching that. Oh, shit. Defiance, Deep Hearts hide in plain sight with james khan another movie that i wanted that i want to do that we might do for the pod uh freaking the ordeal of dr mud with two d's of yes. course yeah um and what else you could watch uh oh gilda live
1: oh nice uh
0: came out this month uh the Changeling from uh, with George C. Scott the horror movie in, from that time uh, came out this month as well as oh Jesus there's a movie called The Return and The Baltimore Bullet jeez Louise that's shitty <laughs> that's a real shitty and there's a movie called Forbidden Zone with uh, the little person from uh... yeah little person that's what they're that's who they are they're little people.
1: They probably have a name.
0: Yeah, I forgot his name. He's from uh, um, Fantasy Island. Or Fantasy...
1: Island. Oh, whoever played Tattoo?
0: Yeah. Sorry, I feel bad that I forgot his name. Anyway, he's in a movie called Forbidden where an Asian lady is on the uh, on the poster, an Asian lady is grabbing her boobs like, Who? Huh? It's weird. It's wild, though. Looking forward to it. I'll click on that Forbidden zone. All righty, so those were the movies you go see in nineteen in March of 1980. Um, this movie is great. Yeah. I really like this movie. The only other thing I've seen with Christy McNichol in it is uh, White Dog, done by Samuel Fuller, so I had no idea what else.
1: She did um, some TV.
0: She did a lot of TV, yeah. but I haven't seen any of the TV. I've only seen... You
1: never watched Empty Nest?
0: No, I no, I don't. No, I, Richard no. Mulligan? No, no, I, I'm not... A dick that wants to go again? No, thank you. Uh, but oh god. <laughs> thank you for getting that awful, awful, awful joke. But uh, yeah, I I like I like this. This uh, they it, this is also if I didn't if I didn't know these and I don't I didn't remember Taiten O'Neill's face from Paper Moon since that's the only other thing I saw of hers and mm-hmm. she looks like yeah i could see her face i guess a little bit and it kind of recognizable but i i didn't recognize uh i had i had to ask you which one was which because i had spent such a long time mm-hmm. but um yeah this is this is nice this is a nice uh you know un-lesbian story even though they both uh, uh both actors are Lesbians, they weren't lesbians at the time, I, but this I, is very. They, well, maybe they were. You're sorry. born a lesbian, Michael. Yes, you are.
1: Christy McNichol I, is, is and always has been, probably. Mostly a, a lesbian. Yeah. I believe Tata O'Neill is bi.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it is with Armand Asante. Yes. Which is. Uh, with Mr. Callahan. With Mr. Callahan. Mr... Callahan. Oh, I'll, I'm not going to have sex with you, Tatum, uh, type of dude. Or as you know, he should not. As he should not.
1: And as she is 15.
0: Yeah, as she is 15. So this is about a group of teenage girls going to, from Atlanta, going to summer camp. Let's go to summer camp and enjoy. And this, the the summer camp felt really real, even though it was all, I, I did recognize those cabins. We get in two huge, uh, us going, me going to summer camp, you get in two huge big buses that were, uh, that were uh, I don't know if they were, I think one of them was a school bus, but they were old school, different type of did school buses. Did you go buses.
1: to summer camp? Yeah, you?
0: I went to summer camp a handful of times, yeah. In, uh during my, uh, uh, when I, st- uh, during my high school years uh, from like sophomore. Oh, you
1: went to theater camp?
0: I went to something like a theater uh, where they're at the end of the uh, camp we did a uh, type of show and I, Got to do a yeah. desk thing as a hello type of host, type of desk weirdo, which was really cool. Like now. Sure. Like now. Uh, and uh, with Matt Dillon before... Yes. Uh, He's like
1: 16 here.
0: Yeah, before uh, Rumblefish, which is what one we're going to do, which came out in 84. But uh, this came out in 80. I believe, yeah, I believe uh, Rumblefish came out in 84. Anyway, it was directed by Ronald... F. Maxwell, who uh, has who did um, the night the lights went out in Georgia? Oh, hmm. Gosh, uh, as well as uh, Gettysburg uh, from yeah, f- from 1993 with Tom Berenger and Jeff Daniels and Martin Sheen, and uh, also did a a um, uh, another. Uh, epic war drama film, Gods and Generals, with uh, Jeff Daniels and Stephen Lang and Robert Duvall. So he, he's do- he and C. Thomas Howell. So he does most, uh, oh, and he also did The Parent Trap 2.
1: Electric Boogaloo?
0: Yeah, from 1986, the second, yeah. So, and a movie called Kiddo, my gosh. But uh, this is a uh, this is a wonderful movie. I like the, I like this movie a lot. Thank you for inter- introducing it to us. It's about you know uh, two two young girls going to summer camp and finding out their sexuality and being pressured into needing to have sex by the other girls. And you know it's just a it's just a it's a fu- it's a this is a weird thing for me to say as a thirty eight year old man. It's a fun time at the movies. I enjoyed it. It felt real. It felt... Well,
1: the characters are really well-drawn. It's a well-written film. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's also, again, it's also pretty gritty and real in the sense of what this movie is discussing. Yeah. I love how we meet, um, when we meet Tatum O'Neill's character, Angel. Don't let the name fool you. Um, yeah, some dude is creeping on her, and she just kicks him in the balls and yeah. then lights a cigarette. So it's like, okay, we know who this character is.
0: I thought that was the Christy McNichol character. Am I wrong?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Tatum O'Neill? You're right. Yeah, you it. did. I uh, Ta- uh, Ta- Christy McNichol was the one that was. You are absolutely like, right, and I am absolutely wrong. It is Because the Tatum McNichol is character. the
0: one that that is uh, I, lusting or yearning after the. I even, uh,
1: wrote, I even wrote it down correctly, and I said it f- wrong.
0: <laughs> it's a good thing I think is a thing. Uh, but, you know, and yeah, and, uh, uh, and Tatum O'Neill is the one that is, like, wanting. Uh mr. uh mr uh mr uh summer camp teacher man Yeah, like she's the that. she's the rich girl and she's the one yeah and again another thing with a rich girl poor girl oh, yes. and I, i'm is, glad yes. that you put these thing these two together because yeah and she is Tatum character is very is you know that uh there's that opening uh with uh, uh with both with both of them of them going to the of them going to the camp and they're both coming from different spots uh you know christy mcnichols character has a <laughs> has a mom uh, she has a single mom who's you know gone to, you know who's dental sorts of oh the stuff. mom who
1: says you know i don't like you smoking as yeah. she's smoking a cigarette and She's smoking
0: yes. that cigarette and uh that's a great that's that's well, great anyway go fun ahead.
1: fact christy McNichol. um you know she was never you know she was a kid so she hadn't smoked they she had to smoke so many cigarettes. I think this is before they used the herbal cigarettes. Oh, yeah. That she yeah, uh, I read this. Yeah, this she great. smoked for ten years after shooting this film. That's a shame. You should like. I don't know if that's a lawsuit-worthy thing, but that's that's fucked up.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not great. You could uh, you could get a lawyer on the phone, but uh, it's it's uh, it's not it, it's because they're so so different. They're so different in so many ways is uh, in so many ways that it, it's it's amazing that they uh, it, it's amazing that they do connect but it's just um, I, I really like it just makes me ha- it's just uh, it's just a uh, it's very very few teen films can pull off this type of like authenticity it's, but, yeah. yeah and uh, you know that feel uh, or teen uh, go, uh, finding out about their sexuality uh, finding out about their sexuality have such a decent heart. Yeah, the pre the previous one was more about friendship. Old enough was more about friendship. This is more about like discovering uh, what what your sexuality is, or what you want your sexuality to be, or as a or yeah, I don't know. I'm a I'm a cis white gendered thing man person, so I I only have so much to say about this. But I uh, there's not a lot of thoughtful. Uh, you know, boy coming-of-age movies that I've connected with in any real way. Oh, maybe we'll
1: have to find some.
0: Yeah, maybe we can find some. So,
1: yeah, everyone's getting on the bus to camp and, um, you know, know, Angel gets on first, Ferris is looking for a seat, and Angel doesn't want her to sit next to her because she's, you know, froufer or whatever. And he gives her this whole thing about, like, oh, you can't sit there. That's where my guardian Angel sits and uh, Ferris is just like, Oh, well then she'll have to sit on my lap and and Angel's like, Oh well she's a heat and she's like, Well I'll have to sit on his lap then. Like I'm freaking sitting here. I need to sit somewhere, the bus is gonna start moving, just yeah. deal with that I'm sitting here. Calm down. But I, I liked a lot of the the girl chitter chatter on the bus ride. They were talking about, you know, movies and boys and like um you know, one girl says, Oh, Did you see Grease? I loved Grease. And then um, Cinder, who is, you know, semi-famous because she did one TV commercial. Like, oh, my fiance looks just like John Travolta. And then then I love that. Yeah, yeah, and then I think it's the Dana character because we find out she's the literary one. It's like, oh, didn't anyone see Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast? Like the this one is, that came out in '46. Drop
0: it, uh, dropping some fucking film. No, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, I'm mean, glad and, to hear some.
1: And I'm just like, oh, references that are. When I was younger, I, you know, I think I, I hadn't seen it at that time when I, you know, first watched. Or one film. we could
0: do for the pod, but yeah, yeah, we could. It's yeah. a,
1: it's a, tr- that's a trippy, it's, it's a, a trippy version of that film. Um, and, you know, you know, what boys they like. And, oh, I love Andy Gibb. And, you know, Dana's like, oh, God, I love his ass. So she loves old French film and Andy Gibb's ass. So she's an interesting character.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and she, uh, she, uh one of the character, the one that has the commercial, she is, um, she says, ooh, I have a sty- I have a check that, that happens I got. Later. Uh, no, but I, I just want to say that she, uh, that's how they use the mut. Mon- that's, they use the money for that, or she uses her money for that. Am I wrong? It's or? not
1: a stipend; it's a residual check. Oh,
0: residual. Sure. Well, I knew it was residual. I didn't mean to say stipend, but yeah, yeah. And um, we also
1: meet baby Cynthia Nixon. Yeah. As Sunshine, the They're, hippie.
0: They all look very. Who is you know? We're gonna find out. Is also. Well, and I love how Cinder says
1: right. like, you know, someone's like, "Oh, you look familiar. I've seen you before," and she's like, "You've seen me on TV." I'm the uh, the before girl in a cream rinse commercial. It's yeah. like, okay, so you're straight up saying you're oh, yeah, the chick with I've hair. seen you. Is it one of the girls like, oh, yeah, you are that? That's nice. Awesome. But that's a big deal because she's semi famous.
0: Yes, yes. Very. Semi famous. But, and um, that's when
1: they start talking, you know, once, once they get to camp, they're in their room. And that's where that conversation happens. And then they start talking out about banging like you do when you're 15.
0: Yeah, which is, both, uh, and both boy, uh, 15-year-old guys and girls both talk. I don't know. If, We're
1: not that different. <gasps> Go fig.
0: Oh, wow. Hopefully we can connect more. Everybody's morning. Know. Oh, congratulations. Uh, but it's, um. <laughs> oh, Tatum O'Neill taught Christy McNichol
1: to smoke, how to smoke. Oh, because she had to smoke in Paper Moon. Yeah. that is. Stop doing that film. Stop making children smoke. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they they don't do that anymore, right? No,
0: I don't think so. I mean, I, I haven't seen, like, you know. I, I, and they, they certainly, I didn't see it in the 90s, you know. Uh, Haley Joel Osment wasn't, like, puffing on a stogie while looking at dead people. That wasn't happening. <laughs> Ugh, I see dead people because I am soon gonna die for my own, you know, cigar smoke. i don't mean, know fucking whatever. But uh, oh yeah, uh oh, the uh Kristen McNichol auditioned for the role of Amanda Wurtzer, Hurtzer, oh, Sorry, in the Bad News Bears. In 1976, but it went to Tatum O'Neill. Oh, yeah,
1: they pro- they're, yeah, they're oh, very yeah, similar. You can the see I've they're probably up for right. a lot of the same roles.
0: And, um... Uh, <laughs> oh, during production, Christy McNichol was asked to leave a McDonald's restaurant because she entered there on a skateboard. See, this is how you, you know, throw children customers away. This is how you treat them, and this is what's going to happen. You're not going to get a... You're going to reject that shit. Anyway... The it, it, it the girls all feel like they all look like real. Yet also, they're all so distinct. Every yes, face is so distinct. they're all very different, very um,
1: different looking, and very different character wise.
0: And that's what I also really loved is you had you had Cynthia Nixon, you had the funny, hilarious uh, a bit a bit chubby girl who was doing all sorts of wonderful faces and miming the songs throughout. Uh, you know when they're singing that uh, when. Uh, Mr. Armand Sante is playing his guitar. She's she's miming the words, and she looks like uh, she would have been in Goonies as well, you know, but uh, it's, uh, you know, I really liked, and you have like the, you know, the actress and the more uh, quote-unquote butch, what would be a butch girl, or not butch, but um, more, uh, you know, just looks like more of an, uh, there's one that could maybe be an athlete or you know or whatever but uh but they are all very different in their personalities and in their faces and everything so it's and that's helpful to figure out find out because in other camp movies you don't always you don't always get that you and they kind of and characters can blend together when there's that that many of them they all don't look exact same we've talked about that in other movies where it's like oh which blonde is the blonde that i'm supposed to follow but uh yeah go ahead I didn't.
1: Mean yeah that. so they're they are in their um cabin and they're talking about banging and uh the the conversation pretty much goes like this Dana says, you know, I knew this one girl. I swear she did it on a roller coaster. Hey, Ferris, where's the weirdest place you ever did it? Weird conversation for 15-year-olds. And Ferris is like, none of your business, because it isn't. And Cinder's like, you know, why not? She probably doesn't know anything. And Ferris is like, I know enough.
0: How do you fuck on a roller coaster?
1: You don't. That's a lie. No, no,
0: even. but I'm trying to think. How would you have sex? Or do I mean, I guess if you took off your pants, and you both took off your pants, you both sat down like a... Like a no, that is that is so that is thing, so then,
1: dangerous. You know when you get on roller coasters, you put the bar down, and the guy comes along and is like, "Okay, raise and your hand." There's You have to bar. fucking. Yeah. It, you do not have belt sex on you, a roller coaster,
0: especially you do one or
1: the other. You do one and then the other.
0: Yeah, or it, I guess I guess in the olden days you could do it on an old roller coaster if the strap Still isn't that fine. It's smart, very very dangerous. Smart, but no. I don't know of any people that are having sex on roller coasters now because you, uh, roller coasters are much more involved, and also you have to. Pull it down. It's like a. It's like you're in a fucking top, like Top Gun bullshit. You have to pull because down. Because it's
1: your, dangerous.
0: And you know that's why you don't.
1: That's why you don't.
0: That's why you don't, kids. Both sex and roller there,
1: coasters are dangerous. Don't mix those. Don't.
0: Don't. One is more dangerous than the other. one.
1: STDs are a thing.
0: Miranda, and so are condoms. That's why we wear seatbelts. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, Cinder asks Ferris, you know, ever been to to fourth base? And Ferris is like, you know, completely reasonable. I'm 15, no one goes to fourth fourth base. And Cinder's like, I hit a home run at 14. Which is like, okay, that's red flag. Probably not the best idea. Don't do that.
0: No, not a good idea. That's too
1: young, you don't know what you're doing with your emotions and physically. And it's it's also, it's just gonna be shitty. (laughs) Fourteens aren't having good... Fourteen-year-olds are not having good
0: sex. No, you you have decent sex when you're bit much older. O- much older. And Much it takes you're you're when it comes to together. sex, it takes a, a decent amount of practice, and you got to know what the other person's into, and and it
1: takes a lot of communication
0: and all that fucking bullshit
1: and, and maturity. You're and just your entering. That's all.
0: That's what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And you know, then Cinder says, "Well, I guess some of us are women, and some of us are little girls." That is not all that of is you. No and difference. And That's I wrote that down. Right
0: I uh, I said this to the TV. I'm not sure if I wrote it down, but I said, "All of you are girl. All, yes, there's no, are none of you are women."
1: Well, yeah, you're on a cusp, but sex is not the boundary no. between the cu- yeah. between the sides. And, you know, then Cinder says Angel, which are you? And Angel, again, totally reasonable, says, I think guys are a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah, well, they can be.
1: And then Cinder's like, oh, two little virgins, how quaint. No wonder they're always fighting. It's all that unreleased energy, probably Leslies." Here we go Jesus again with you. the 80s homophobia, because you gotta. Yeah, it's- you know, and Farrah says, well, maybe she is, but I'm straight. And what well, we know now, that's, that's an Not interesting true, little bit of in real. dialogue.
0: Yeah. But, um... Uh, and the, that's
1: when we get to the bet.
0: Yeah, the bet. Um, which, I don't know, There, there's a shitload of... Fucking peer pressure and shittiness, and they feel like they need to, You could see it on their faces throughout the rest of the movie. Yes. They both feel like, oh, I have to have sex with some fucking dude. I have to do this to what? To make it to. And also, what? You know, $50 or $100 or however. Yeah. What, what did she say? The, the fucking oh, residual check. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'll oh, bet one. my
1: residual check that, um, that, you know, Ferris gets laid before Angel. Yeah, it's her $100 residual
0: check. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like. It's not...
1: And then all the girls get in on the bet, betting however much money they want on whichever girl they choose.
0: And of course, we're not going to see any of that money exchange hands or anything. This is no. just all bullshit, because they want to feel like, ooh, I want to also play in this stupid, I- <laughs> this stupid idea of a game of trying to fuck some guys. And so, and the two dudes they go after are two very different types very, of dudes. Very, very
1: different, Yes. Oh, I just I just want to mention Penelope real quick. Yeah, she's the younger girl. She's kind of a hanger-on. She wasn't supposed to be put in their cabin, but she is because she's younger. She's probably I don't know eleven or twelve. She she's great though, but she wants to be more grown up. You see her, we see her stuffing her bra, claiming, "Oh, they'll never grow." And then another girl says, "I think it's probably Cinder because she's a bitch." It's like, of course not. You're smothering them. Yeah, I, but I just I love Penelope. She's hilarious. I think.
0: Yeah. It, it's um. And Matt, uh, and there are two different, yeah, there are two different types of guys in this. Armand Arsante has never looked more compassionate, more woke, and less dangerous in his entire film, filmography, in his entire filmography. He has never looked more kind and decent and understanding because everything else that Armand Arsante has been <laughs> in, he has been the most ruthless, Awful, misogynistic, or evil, or biggest fucking piece of shit you could get on the fucking. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's just amazing seeing him play really against type here, mm-hmm. because he is yeah, he's he plays been in the coach. so much, as get as Gary. Yeah, is Gary. Hello, my name is Gary, and I def and he. He is. There's so many. Uh, all of the scenes are him, like pushing away. Yes, you're a good person, but I don't want to have sex with you. I'm trying, and he doesn't really lead. His character doesn't lead her on at all. Not really. No, of
1: course not. He's it's like 31. Good. She's 15, and he ha- is sensible and not a creep.
0: Yeah, he's. Yeah, of course. That's what I. That's what I mean. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy about it. So that. angels. It's just King. nice to have that. That it didn't turn disgusting, like I know fucking, you were so
1: afraid.
0: I no, I was not afraid. I just didn't want it to be fucking predict. I just didn't not afraid. That's a fucking. You
1: mission. were concerned. Well, there's a that. no. I've
0: I've watched enough Teens. I mean, like older men going after teens. It's for, okay. to you know, be ped- bothered by
1: pedophilia. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As I should,
0: and I am bothered by this
1: fucking. I guess that, this would be more. And it's not even. Self.
0: But it's not. But he's not into it. He's not. So it's not into that stuff. I was just worried that it just would delve into more of uh, more of devil in the flesh shit, or if you're going to see some devil in the flesh shit, or he was
1: also well, he he was a little bit more into the idea. Yeah, I know, and
0: I'm just I'm just glad because you know he's known for playing fucking John Gotti, and you know, (laughs) and uh, being all right. So just. Oh my gosh so this is uh this is pretty early in Armand Asante's career he's only i mean he's did like one two three eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 12. okay so this is his thirteenth role, so he is fairly new on the block he's only been working since like his first thing was in nineteen seventy four and so he's uh he was on a show called the Doctors for two hundred and eight episodes so wow. Uh, for, yeah, for like a year, a year or so. Oh, yeah, that's a... Anyway. But uh, I I liked his performance. It seemed genuine. He seemed caring. He seemed compassionate. He seemed attuned to what is going on, or a little bit attuned to what is going on with, uh, not necessarily with the bat, but with how she might be interested in
1: Yeah, I mean, as a coach at a girls' camp, he probably gets girls crushing on him all the time. Yeah, and he and so, so he he's
0: used it. to this, and so that's why he deals with it and uh, that and he's a decent dude but you know he he probably has practiced laying people down like uh, oh god uh, you know playing uh, laying uh, telling people being hey adult. being an adult and saying hey that's nice i don't want to do any of this shit but yes, I this like to interact wrong. with you, but... It's just generally, generally wrong. wrong
1: for a multitude of reasons. Yeah,
0: and so that's why... Yeah, that's one of the reasons why he doesn't... But we're going a little bit over yeah, we're the going place. To a little go ahead, place.
1: So, Angel's team, they go over to where the boys' camp is, which, yeah, very, very smart. Let's put a girls' camp and a boys' camp. Let's put it within walking distance. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, they go to watch the boys swim, like you do, and I love how they all have binoculars. And so they're kind of, you know, they're trying to scope out, like, who, you know... Who Angel should, you know, you know, pick one, pick one to bang. Yeah. Um, And they have, you know, a little conversation. You know, one says, you know, you can't but get pregnant by looking. And the other says, God, I hope not. And then, you know, because (laughs) their their heads are sort of in the right place. You know, uh, I think it's probably one of them says, you know, what are they going to do about protection? The other says, well, the guy takes care of that.
0: Uh, uh, sometimes and, it depends on the guy,
1: obviously. It depends on a few different things, and another one, <laughs> the girl says not time. says the pill. So it's like, okay, this is an important conversation. Yeah, you cannot depend on a guy to have the condom since, and, and this is still a thing as guys expect women to be on something. I know,
0: I'm more. Yeah,
1: I'm not preaching. Uh, I'm, no, I'm no, I
0: know you're not. I'm just uh, interjecting. Go ahead.
1: That it. That it's still. That it's still kind of a thing. I've even heard the youngsters are, are not doing the condoms as much as we used to back in the day. Uh,
0: fucking dum-dums. Yeah, that's
1: not not wise. Especially since
0: all the shit that's going to happen. Unless
1: you, you know, have like an app that has your, you know, test results from the past couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. Or e- even then, it's best better to be safe than sorry.
1: Yeah, no glove, no love. It's better, to, yeah, better safe than sorry.
0: Love,
2: love.
1: But... <laughs> <laughs> Due to this conversation, they're like, "Okay, so we need preparation." <laughs> so what do not they do? H. I'm sorry.
0: Not H. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You said not. Uh, you said preparation. I said not H. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I, okay. Well, that. Well, no, no, <laughs> too, they're too young to have hemorrhoid issues. I would imagine.
0: Yeah, no, no, 15 year old is having problems with her butt, or <laughs>
1: <laughs> their let's butt. not think about that, shall we? No,
0: hemorrhoids are. 15 year old guy that's not good i,
1: I, no, I don't want to think about anybody's
0: hemorrhoids <laughs> i don't know what they look like
1: oh this is a weird tangent okay
0: go ahead sorry
1: so yes we need to be prepared mm-hmm. so the only way they know how to do that is um to have angel hotwire the school bus which she knows how to drive i couldn't drive a school bus but she you know she's an old hand at it apparently so they go to what I believe is a gas station and they're just going to go to the men's room and get a rubber out of one of the condom machines in the yeah. men's room. So they know that they're aware they that, didn't that they did do that. They? <laughs> they have, you know, machines in, yeah. in the boys' loo. Uh
0: the boys' loo, yeah. But um the when they
1: oh, when they it. get here
0: that the only kind of thing that kind of fell through was like where are the
1: Fucking kid I counselors They'll look how at
0: them, a, hey, The and ladies are uh, take stuff. the the girls are taken off and the fucking thing. And also, so you know how to. So that's a bit of a small hole there. Of like a fifteen year old would know how to fucking work a school hey, bus, she's and from she the has mean a streets, man. okay, fine, mean streets that's of, uh, of Atlanta, Georgia, as a white girl. Okay, uh, but and if she can, if she can do that, but it's just, it's just surprising that you know a regular uh, a regular fucking car sure i can buy that but a 15 year old buying hot
1: wire is pretty much the same on on any but on no any i meant day. driving a school oh, bus yeah, I mean, then, yeah, then, yeah. Like,
0: yeah but if you're a bit of a street sh- street smart you know person you know uh, you know how to hotwire wire the car i can't but you know anyway but uh so
1: luckily. they're talking about you know who, who ferris on the bus they're talking about who Ferris is going to get with. And she says she's got her eyes on Mr. Callahan. And I think it's Sunshine says, um, I can't imagine having sexual intercourse with him. He's so old. Yeah. It's just like, oh, do you have to put it so crudely? Which is like... So yeah, funny. I mean, she's well, that's what it is. It's sex. Like, so. dude, old guy gross. Ugh. Which is how you should feel when you're when you're 15. But that is very much the trope that makes you very uncomfortable is, you know, girls do tend to... Uh, not tend to. Some girls do like an older man. Yeah. Mainly because younger dudes are, as Angel says, pains in the ass.
0: Yeah. Um, And... It's oh, a... oh, I
1: love how, again, yeah, then one of the girls says, you know, well, a guy, re- I think it's Dana again, she's she's really, she's the thinker here. You know, a guy reaches his sexual peak at 17, so we have to find you a horny 13-year-old. Okay, baby. so, Miranda, any and thoughts I'm, on that? And I'm like, absolutely fucking not. I just... <laughs> That's just
0: absolutely That's no. 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 Uh, uh,
1: looking at... It's, it's,
0: it's, the Matt Dillon character really doesn't... I mean, he's trying his best, but he really he doesn't know. He's an angry dude. He doesn't know what he... he he's a 16, 17-year-old boy. doesn't know, what he, boy, he
1: doesn't know just what he's Just like going. in the last film, they just kind of, you know, are... Led just by angry
0: their... and don't know what to do and go like, this goes yeah, in here. Yeah, just kind of
1: led by their testosterone,
0: you know? They and They can help it. They, uh, they can help it. Maybe they can. Some of them can. The uh, uh, the other thing I want to uh, mention before we get more into the plot was the great music that's in this movie that we yes see when, when,
1: when, when they, they drive. when they're driving on the bus, it's One Way or Another by Blondie. Yeah. And we realize that's probably why this movie was not streaming free like the other movie was all of the music right
0: Also, we have Supertramp and Ricky Lee Jones and The John Cars Lennon. and, yeah, and Ian Matthews and, you know... Uh, you know the John Lennon, yeah, Joe John Lennon's "Oh My Love," which is a great song, a great, great song. And you, and since this came out in eighty, it's before, it's only ten years since the breakup, and this is a solo, so the the amount of money to license these things I don't in nineteen eighty, no, to, but they're all, pop, but they were all, bi- uh, okay, fine, but they were I, all I, pop I contemporaries: know. Blondie, Ricky Lee Jones, Supertramp, The Cars, Ian Matthews. They're all they're all artists of the 19 of the late 70s early 80s and this was and this is an under this is a um it's not a big big hit oh my love Friend John Lennon but it is a it is a decent song it's just not i i don't know i i was born in 84 so what do i know but it's just i uh, I've seen movie. Uh, I've seen Jimi Hendrix music. Uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix music in movies from the ni- from a movie from 1976, and the Beatles "Strawberry Fields Forever" in a movie from 1976. Notably, the movie is Shampoo, and it's it's one of the reasons why it was not. Uh, one of the reasons why that movie was not on DVD or in Blu-ray for such oh, a long time before yeah. Criterion got the rights and put it out there was because it, it it because licensing the music now would cost a lot yes. of money. Yes, yes. Not nece- not necessarily those type of artists wouldn't cost it as much in nineteen eighty than they would like write right now. Oh yeah now, definitely especially definitely. So, but I, I love I I I I loved it. I was so surprised you're putting some of the best fucking artists of the night of the late seventies, early eighties right in this fucking movie and i couldn't get i couldn't get enough of it 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 didn't have and they and they, it didn't feel like they were put they were slipshotting it in it felt organic for those things to be there and it felt like ooh this is what the girls this is what the young people are listening to in 1980 and what what the girls would enjo- uh, what would enjoy i you know there's no one better than fucking it, there's nothing better than freaking Blondie. You know. Oh, Jesus. I wanted... I I wanted... uh I I often thought, well, those kids are going to grow up to be A-OK. That's what I thought during the movie. I I didn't think anything... I, I thought that this was going to help them. They were going to learn oh, about sex. All the music, sex. the good music. Yeah, this is...
1: Doesn't
0: hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. The um,
1: well, after after she's told Pat about the thirteen-year-old thing, Angel just says, yeah, "Yeah, I'll I'll do the choosing," which is like, "Yeah, I that's... think so." But then Cinder says this shitty thing, you know, "One day, Angel, you too may be a sex object." Like, that's, 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 that's not, not great. A good, yeah, not a good thing. Why why is that your goal?
0: Yeah, that's not. You shouldn't want to be that. But it, I mean, like. It's not that, that is kind of reinforced
1: on on girls of all ages. Oh that, yeah, that is the ultimate. You're one of those objects of sex. Yeah.
0: yeah, object of sex, the sex object. And uh you don't do that. They're human beings. Indeed. Uh, as far as I know, they're human beings. As yeah. far as yes, what women I,
1: women are women are humans. Yeah,
0: that's what I've heard. We're people. Uh-huh. That's what I've I've read on the internet. So they
1: get to the gas station. lift Penelope. I onto the um. There's a window over the door.
0: Yeah, that's great. And so they uh, they get they get in there. It's uh, to that uh, that. Uh, and she gets that, stuck for a bit. Yeah.
1: And, and I love how they yeah they send like the eleven year old to go score rubber because
0: she's the, sma- uh, the yeah, small she's the smallest and she they can, can lift get her. in there as quickly as possible. And once they get in there, they they fucking take they fucking batter that thing to open that the, that.
1: Well well yeah. Spencer.
0: This is this is where Randy shows up. Yeah. Randy is outside. Mr. Hey, oh, Matt Dillon it?
1: himself. It's,
0: yeah. And he looks, looks good. Physical. Yeah, he looks he looks young. He looks very fresh very fresh faced.
1: Yes.
0: And uh he's uh he's a he's a bit of a angry uh charmer. I mean he's got a bit of a edge to him. He's just kind of a dopey tell.
1: teenager, I think.
0: Okay, well, he, he's got a bit of an angry streak in him, we find out a little bit later. Or, or, like, he doesn't know how to deal with some of the emotions. I just, I, it yeah, felt authentic to me.
1: Go ahead, yeah. But yeah. Um, and, you know, he and Angel flirt a little bit. <laughs> but, and he, I think he has a beer. He's just, drinking. and he had another He had another girl in the yeah. car.
0: Yeah, he did. So And Angel's like,
1: well, where'd you, oh, he's like, well, where'd you get the car? He's like, well, I bought it. Like, you do. And she's like, "Well, where'd you get the girl?" He's like, "Yeah, she came with the car." Yeah, he's like, "She's." Nice, anyway, no, uh, they don't. Another like,
0: thing. Like, this is 1980. But uh, people who have didn't hang out in 1980s that you couldn't buy a woman. You couldn't buy a car. You know, a woman wouldn't go with the car if you bought a car. Yeah, that 80s. still doesn't happen, Michael. No, it doesn't.
1: You don't. You don't. Purchase no, women. No,
0: Miranda. I know you don't. I'm just letting you people know that in 1980 it also didn't happen.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad you... Did. Well, that, no, that, it, that it, he's, it,
0: it, you know, he's trying to seem smooth. You can't get a woman when you buy a car. I mean, if it doesn't come with the car. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Now, I'm just calling Matt Dillon a liar in this movie. That's yeah. all. Go ahead.
1: So they exchange names, and she's just like, What's your name? I know my name. <gasps> like, like she's pretty smooth. She's she's kind of... She's got some game.
2: Yeah. I
1: mean, and she's just like, Oh, my name's Angel, but don't let the name fool you. Which is pretty good, and then he, she's blowing a bubble with her bubble gum, and he grabs the bubble and steals her gum, which is like that's a little intimate for a stranger.
2: Yeah.
1: Um And he's like, "Oh, my name's Randy, but don't let the name fool you," which kind of has like a double meaning because Randy <gasps> does mean something. Yes,
0: it does.
1: And as it turns out, he is indeed. So
0: yeah. So, so another really lie by Matt Dillon. Really
1: be fooling you? I don't think he really.
0: Yeah, he's thought
1: that through.
0: No right. fooling.
1: So the Tristan yeah the ma- condom yeah. machine is not working out. You know she put her quarter in, she turned the thing, and Penelope Didn't just work. she can't get she can't get the damn uh, machine to work. So she I don't know how she does this. She pulls the entire thing off of the wall and she comes out of the men's room. Yeah, with it's actually two machines kind of stuck together. This massive condom machine. She's like, we're just gonna take them all. <laughs> I hope that doesn't have any consequences for anyone else. And you know down the line who might
0: also need a condom when they're in the fucking woods trying to bang their girlfriend or something it's like oh i'll go to the restroom where there's certainly going to be a condoms oh my gosh there's no the condoms are all gone
1: yeah and randy's pretty amused by this he just goes all right like yeah these chicks fuck yeah they're they're ready
0: to rock and roll shit but uh yeah
1: yeah so they have to take that machine out to the woods and Bust it it open,
0: open, which is rubbers
1: hilarious. for everybody rubber it, and it <laughs>
0: takes so many they have no idea no I don't think any of them have ever had sex at all whatsoever. It's we
1: just, find out later that no they have none of them have um, that's,
0: <laughs> so a, that's they're why like, they're going like, ah, let's get a whole bunch of the condoms
1: yeah and, <laughs> oh well you might as well take them I mean yeah you
0: know, sure, but that's just not, not, yeah that they don't like, they don't
1: last that Ew. long I think they only last maybe a year yeah um yeah great. and I, again, I love Penelope, she opens one blows it up like a balloon, yeah, she's great,
0: yeah but uh um... and
1: and la- a little bit later during family day when one of the when the one of the girls the redheaded girl um you know, they're you know talking about what a great time she's having. And the, her mom's, like, kind of looking through her drawers just to see that she's being neat. And the dad says, is she any neater? And, you know, the mom is looking through the drawer and just sees, like, a dozen condoms. Yeah. And she's just kind of shell-shocked oh, by this.
0: Okay. And it's
1: just like, yeah, she's doing fine. But she doesn't give her any grief or anything. No, she doesn't. She's just, like, completely taken aback, which is a fun, uh, a bit of a funny moment. But it would be terrifying if you were really that child's mother.
0: Yeah. I, uh, you'd be freaked out. Certainly. I mean
1: at least she's being safe, but oh my goodness. Yeah, oh my
0: goodness. But uh yeah. All right. So what's what's next after they <laughs> after they break open the condoms and start, you know, the food fight. Yeah, they're the food fight, which uh, starts in a sprint. Sl- in- innocently enough, enough yeah
1: it does I mean there's this whole thing where we see girls around the um, around the camp wearing t-shirts that either say Ferris or Angel so the entire camp is in on this yeah. everyone has money on it and everyone has picked a team and you know they're being a little antagonistic with each other just kind of slyly you know kind of accidentally on purpose spilling food on each yeah. other and then it just gets more and more you know food fighty and then it starts a complete food fight because these are children
0: yeah
1: and a food fight <laughs> so is fun yeah and the, and they're not being like dickish about it, everyone's having a good time. They're all
0: smiling. Yeah, the less. counselor
1: yeah. is not pleased, but they're having they're having a blasty blast.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh And yet uh Ferris is talking to um a female counselor and it's kind of interesting. She asked about the after effects
0: yeah. of
1: sex. <laughs>
0: but what are the after effects? Uh euphoria if it's done well, but you know. Or is it- Oh the
1: afterglow. Yeah, yeah, it's just this just shows how much it's like yeah it's they don't a, know it's shit. a complex thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's both simple and complex at the same time because it can it can you know there are lots of just emotions and logistics and whatnot involved. Yes. And you know, she's just talking about how, you know, I used to think that a kiss used to be the end and will I be different after? No, no you No will. you
0: won't. Dependent, but yeah, no, you won't. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully. If you're
1: different after, that's usually. That bad. it
0: depends on the kiss. That must be. Uh, no, she's very talking scary. about sex. Oh yeah. Oh. Will I okay. be different after? after oh, sex? Uh, well, yeah. Again, depends on the. Yeah, that sex. depends mm-hmm.
1: on the context and exactly how it happens. You don't want to be different after
0: that. All, all these, all these right wonderful now. questions are really have need need and deserve complex answers. Yeah. And long answers, and to get. All that information downloaded in like uh, like second or third hand from someone who might know slight a t- teensy tiny bit more than you, or not not know anything at all. It's you know, it's just uh, it's just frustrating. I just would like to know what. I, not that I would like to know that, but it'd be interesting to f- find out what the sex ed for people in the eight 1980s was like.
1: Oh yeah, that would be interesting. And to
0: find out what type of. Um, a fi- quote unquote school official, uh, you know, stuff that they were putting out there that is edu- quote unquote educational. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Probably just reproductive now.
1: system stuff, because okay. this is pre this is uh, pre AIDS crisis. Just um, before it, yeah. yeah.
0: Just before it blew up, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's certain it's certainly um it, it, the sex. T- uh, it, it's childish, but it seems believable. All these line, all these written lines mm-hmm. about how about how sex is about, or how how sex might be, and like questions about that. That feels that feels real. Yeah. It doesn't. Not uh, the greatest thing about these two movies. did not feel fake they didn't yeah, feel it like bullshit or... it, it was and it didn't feel cheesy at all whatsoever yeah. it, it felt like very straightforward and yeah I, go ahead I, yeah.
1: so mr callahan is having the girls do jumping jacks by the pool and penelope being penelope asks if the jumping jacks are good for the bust she is so worried about her boobs yeah girl they will come in time and they are not as important as you think yeah Um and you know, Callahan, being a good teacher, says it's good for the brain which is more important than your boobs. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, you'll you'll thank me for this when you're forty And they're like, I I doubt it. No, he was right.
0: No. He was right. All of them will. Yeah.
1: Um Oh okay, and I think it was before it was uh, during breakfast, um, Sunshine had put some drops in um in Ferris's milk. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and they're like, what's that? And she's like, it's ginseng. ginseng It'll make ginseng you sexy. sexy. I, I don't
0: know what that is. Yeah. I never understood that. <laughs> ginseng doesn't make you sexy. Yeah. Or else I'd be drinking more ginseng.
1: <laughs> hey, give it a shot. Um, I Got will as well. And Sunshine also gives uh, Mr. Callahan some ginseng tea. Because if they're both on ginseng, they'll both be very sexy. They'll
0: they both, sex. might, uh, both be very sexy. They both want to have sex with that yeah that's
1: yeah yeah. so ferris falls in the pool and has to be pulled out and the girls keep trying to get him to give her mouth to mouth like she needs artificial artificial uh respiration and um he's just like yeah she's breathing she's fine i'm not doing that for no good reason yeah oh and you call it a it's a sandlot moment
0: yeah and they uh uh because yeah i saw that and that's Fourteen year, or fourteen or thirteen years later, yeah, as far as like right. because I think it's ninety three or ninety four. I, I want to say ninety three, and that was, you know, speaking of men uh, coming or boys uh, coming of age thing.
1: Yeah, that's a good that one. that's
0: a that's a that's a good one that, that has nothing to do with really with sexuality, but has to do with like friendship and finding mm-hmm. out what where you belong in a group and all that type of stuff. And I was also looking at. Uh, I was looking at all of the uh, movies that are that have that have that are from that ha- that are from that are manly or from men. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you ramble, fucker. But well, uh, they
1: they tell him that Ferris doesn't know how to swim and try and convince him to teach her which he does. Which you know, it's like oh, if you spend time together with her in a bathing suit, you know, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah, one of them says, oh, Mr. Callahan, doesn't Ferris have nice legs? So inappropriate. Yeah, that's not. And he's like, yes, yeah, because she exercises diligently. Like, let's move on. He's not about this.
0: Yeah, he he is pushing all this shit away, really like a good human being, like a good adult. Uh, he's just adult, like, I'm not talking like about boating with person. you girls. This girls. Yeah, just, this is disturbing. Yes, I don't do that But shit. he's
1: probably used to it, you know. Happens every summer. There's probably at least one. Yeah. And, um oh, okay, so, yeah, Mr. Callahan is teaching, trying to teach Ferris how to float and swim and whatnot, and um I, I love it. Cinder and Sunshine are kind of off in the distance, and they're watching, and Sunshine is playing a recorder, and oh. Cinder's like, no, play something sexy. <laughs> yeah, play something sexy on their recorder. Yeah. But she seems pretty pleased with Sunshine's next choice. Yeah. I, I don't know what tune that is. I wish I did.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that, I, I couldn't catch it either but yeah. um yeah it's, it's If you know let us know in the yeah, comments yeah that's or something yeah but um <laughs> this is uh it's so helpless i i felt so embarrassed through so many fucking moments I know in this it's, so movie. Relatable. it's so yeah and uh is it more relatable for you than it was for me i i well, felt yeah. more i felt more embarrassed I was just a 15 year old girl you worked. Yeah i was not i was never a 15 year old girl the um but anyway, where where we go? Oh so here okay, from here. so
1: that's when that's when Angel and Dana go and check out Randy. Yeah. And, and she's like, Yeah, I know I know the one on one fuck. It's this one, and they're they're riding you know, a bunch of the boys are riding dirt bikes, and she's like, Oh yeah, awesome. And, and then then, and then he eats it. And
0: then he eats it and, and he's like, like, oh, like Yeah, i will have to do. Do I really want to have sex with this guy who just bit the dust? Um
1: but uh, So it's the family day cookout and the parents have come to camp. And we see Angel's mom kind of ogle a shirtless male counselor. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, so we know how she grew up. Um, like, you know, mom's single and ready to mingle. Yeah. Um, and Angel asks when she lost her virginity. So she's just kind of curious as to what's quote-unquote normal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> quote-unquote normal.
1: Oh, and then that's when we see, you know, a bunch of girls wearing Ferris shirts. They pass her and her dad. And her dad's like, oh, looks like you made a lot of friends that's when she learns that her mom bailed to Reno and her parents are getting a divorced, or getting a divorce, excuse me. And this, of course, really upsets her because it naturally would.
0: Yeah, it naturally it should. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I, they're I ha- yeah. They're having
1: out. cake in the cabin, and oh, so I love it how somebody said. Oh, I don't love it. How uh, <laughs>
0: I the- don't love it. I okay. Don't love it.
1: But it, but it's it's relatable. I think it's probably sinner that says, you know, you know, someone's telling Ferris to eat her cake. She's not eating it because she's upset. And you know, they say, you know, someone says, you know, yeah. uh, she shouldn't eat her cake because guys are turned off by cellulite. And it's like, well, then fuck them. Cellulite happens. Well, fuck them. It just has to fuck do. Fuck the cellulite. With... No, fuck the guys that are turned off by cellulite. It just happens. It has to do. Why with...
0: they're turned off by cellulite? You shouldn't fuck them. But go ahead.
1: Indeed. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> It's you just, said, it just, yeah, "Yeah, you just
0: fuck them." What? That's, that's a big, your logic's a little screwed there, baby. Yeah, screwed there. But um, yeah. So, go ahead.
1: That's when Angel, um, next scene, uh, Angel kayaks to the boys' camp to pick Randy up, and they go to the most, the most romantic place of all—a cemetery. Yeah. So she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna hit this." Um, so she gives him a beer, and this is crazy. He's like, "Well, where'd you get this?" And she's like, "Brought from home." It's like you brought, brought beer, beer from home to camp. That is so badass. It's... Okay, you're 15. Not badass, but kind of badass.
0: Yeah, it's very impress It's very very impressive.
1: And she offers him another and he's like, I haven't finished my first one yet and she like gives it to him. And she's like, Come on, chug a lug. But you know, again, he's like sixteen, so he can't he can't hold <laughs> his hold his beer, so he, you know, gets drunk and passes out. She's like you're supposed to get turned on, not passed out. Yeah. And it's like, well that's you not gotta what happens. pace yourself. Yeah. He's a, again, he's a child.
0: Yeah. They're all they're all young pe they're all really young people. They don't know how to do most of that shit. They can't if you can't like handle your Alcohol, what makes you think you can fucking handle sex correctly?
1: Yeah, that's an excellent point. Oh, so now they're doing, the girls are doing archery, and Dana asks Cinder, you know, how are we supposed to know when it happens? And Cinder, you know, of course she has no idea, because there's no way to tell if someone's had sex or not. Yeah. By physically looking at them.
0: You could tell on the face.
1: It's not a thing. <laughs> and, and yeah, and she's just a bitch about it, and she's like, oh, you sound inexperienced. And sh- And, you know, Sunshine's like, Oh, wait, no, we'll be able to tell, because when I became a woman, my eyes tilted. I've heard that, but it's not a thing. That's that not a thing, yeah, it right? Your, I, yeah, yeah, your your facial structure doesn't just change because you've had a dick in you. No. Because why would it? No,
0: there's no... No, I haven't... I, I, you know, your face does not I mean, like, I haven't seen your face change because of, like, me. No, it changes like, for other reasons. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Uh... <laughs> It was just trying to But Dana
1: plays it off and a like, oh, yeah, you know, she's going to get all, all shiny and radiant and stuff. And it's like, no, that's just sweat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just sweat. Don't worry about it.
1: And, you know, um, Ferris is still, you know, really upset about her folks, as she should be. Yeah. It's completely understandable. And Cinder, again, being a pain in the ass you know, goes up to first and says, you know, Angel's getting to fourth base tonight. Look, bitch, get your shit together. Fourth. i I've never heard it being... I've never
0: heard it called fourth base. I've heard it called yeah. a home run. Yeah. Or uh, I've uh, arounding base, the yeah. bases. But yeah. I've never heard someone say, hey, fourth base. No, he
1: made it to fourth home, base. No, he's, made he's, it to home. So, yeah, he made it.
0: Made down. it to home.
1: It's home base, yeah.
0: It's home base. There's no fourth base. You're fucking wrong there, you stuck-up girl.
1: Yeah, and then... Dana tells, um, I believe she tells Angel, you know, um, she quotes Hamlet because she's the literary one. Yeah. Lilies that fester smell far worse than weeds. And it isn't that bad. If it was, everyone wouldn't be doing it. Which I think is a very interesting line.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is a very interesting one. Yeah. It's because scary.
1: it's just like, yeah, you're nervous, you're scared because it's weird, it's new, you're probably, you may not be ready, but it's like, but everybody else is doing it, therefore you should. Uh, Which is like, I don't think that's not real yeah, Everybody no. else is not doing it Doesn't mean it's right for you At this particular time with this particular person
0: It's it's not gonna Yeah now, Again the peer pressure and the sex stuff Really kind of yeah. Really <laughs> kind of fucked up Really just awful shit but, uh,
1: So yeah she gets in the kayak again with Randy To the boathouse And they make out And she gives them a rubber and then he he's like, "Why are you not on the pill?" And it's like, "Cause she's fifteen, dude."
0: Yeah, it's not. It's
1: it's like you like a fifteen year old can't just go to an OB and be and like, "Say hey, I like the fucking." I have thing. all my own money. Put me on this monthly <laughs> prescription, and you know, not every parent would be okay with that. Some of them are very protective, or they know their child. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I know what kind of person you are. This is going to happen. I just want to make sure it happens. You know, t- decent t- parenting. To kind of yeah, pre- uh, kind of a preemptive. Different thing also the pill is used for other things it's used for things like pain and acne and other things yeah. it can help with yeah so there's also that but it's again it's a foolish assumption and one of the girls knew that it was a foolish foolish assumption so they got the condoms okay so smart and actually she, she's pretty smart here she says she's allergic
2: yeah which,
1: which is- there, are, there are many reasons to not go on the pill it can really um it has a lot of side effects on it but that that was a pretty smart answer
0: yeah and a uh, realistic, yeah.
1: But it's also the pill doesn't help with things like herpes, gonorrhea, no, etc.
0: No, so
1: actually, rub rubbers with herpes—that's a little that can be a little touch and go. I think.
0: Yeah, a little. I'm a not little a doctor. Bit. Yeah, no, no doctors here, but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Angel's
1: being pretty standoffish and very matter of fact about the entire thing, and she's like, "Okay, so take your clothes off, but do it over there on the other side of the room." Because she's just, she's not ready for this.
0: No, it's not, it, she's like, uh, uh, go, I don't, and,
1: and it, she,
0: that felt real. When she keeps on saying, okay, can you not look at me? Can you w- look over there? And he's like, what? It,
1: I yeah, wanted
0: to, yes. she's never been seen we had a sex. I thought you sense. wanted to have sex.
1: And I like that, I like that she gives it story to him. She's like, yeah, I don't know what's with guys. They never come prepared. Like, it's the girl's responsibility.
0: Again. Yeah. It, it, in many, in many ways, that's Fairly true with a lot of dudes.
1: And he's just, he's telling her that she talks too much, and he's about ready to bail, and she's just like, you know, and, he, you know, Angel's like, oh, is it the other girl? And he's like, well, at least she knows how to act around men, Jesus. which basically be- means, you know... And at least she
0: knows love. how to be a submissive yeah, s- slut to, person, yeah. or whatever the fuck. Just a
1: person.
0: <laughs> okay, a submissive uh, person who likes to have... Uh, sex without like any being frustrated so either. she
1: has a really nice honest moment yet and she's kind of turning up and she just says i like you and he gets <laughs> all pissed so about this
0: yeah it's like Ugh. It's, I, I i i hate to say this but i understood i understood more about what his about the i understood more of where matt Dillon was coming from because well, tell i know us about it I know, I knew guys like that. I knew guys like, you know, there's that inkling that's in the back of, you know, I just want to do the, I thought you wanted to do the stuff. And then, uh, uh, let's do it. I I want to, that type of selfishness Mm -hmm. that usually, you know, usually stops once you hit your 30s. (laughs) I love that face. I said, usually. Uh, and or it can stop, but, um, that uh, that type of not really giving a fuck about how she feels about making this a decent moment. In a, in a little bit of defense towards him, he didn't know that she was a virgin, but still, oh, he should not, he shouldn't have been that fucking, uh, unempathetic or that aggressive. But
1: every time with a new person is its own thing. Its own, its own thing, it, it has, has its own, own, of has its own exactly,
0: exactly, which is why he should have should have been much more understanding and much more you know realized oh this is this is a big deal you could tell i guess you could say on her face that she don't, she she's new to any of it or whatever. It's just or it's like yeah, if it's kind of obvious she's that she's new to this pick shit. Up on it. Yeah, and then seeing so okay, and you're like, Ugh, why don't you want to do it? I thought you wanted to do it. You fucking he's he has that type of fucking shitty attitude, and it mm. takes him a while. And it's a long, long, sad, front, you know, excruciating scene to watch because you're watching the fucking pain on her face about. Feeling the need to fucking have sex with that she has with, to do this, that she has she to do this for to. some bullshit bet thing that doesn't make any that doesn't mean anything, and it just it your heart really breaks for her going mm-hmm. through this. Shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, her acting is really good. Is really
0: really good in this, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you know. and
1: then there's a bit where I think it Sunshine says, you know, you know, she gets this kind of like twinge of conscience because she, she is the one that would and she's like, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea. You know, losing your virginity should be private. Yes. yes. Yes, it should. It should be something that you you don't need to tell people. It is entirely your own thing. Yeah,
0: you don't need to tell a whole human, another human being about your fucking virginity. Yeah, Guess what? No Most people ours. don't want to hear about your goddamn That's virginity. True too. That's not. Unless it's a funny story.
1: Yes, it's, and its virginity is not a problem. It's not a disease. It's it mostly fine.
0: embarrassing. It's just it's an not embar- emba- no, it's no. Not I embarrassing. said it can be an embarrassing story oh, or a kind of oh. a regular boring. That's what I meant. An oh, embarrassing, a okay, regular uh, story or something went wrong. They don't always, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It it can it can be it can be awkward, of course. Um, but being a virgin is or it can be, be also just be whatever it's, it's whatever
0: it's it, every case is different yeah but then cinder shit, being but, yeah.
1: cinder says like uh, are you sure you're not still intacto which is not a term I've ever heard for this intacto yes to,
0: ex, I've heard of ex, exacto but. which
1: I which yeah I love I, I don't love I'm saying this <laughs> I love
0: it. Like, yeah say you love it
1: how, yeah whatever it is say yes, you love being it. a virgin means you are intact
0: intact all of it's yes. still Yeah, it hasn't been damaged in any, anyway, well, that was a weird thing to say. But yeah, no, intact. It's yeah, the, not a thing. It's not, not a not a thing. Yeah, it's all put together, and it was all pristine and, and in, intact before mm-hmm. the de-virginization
1: Yes, it's it's a bad concluded. term. It's a bad term. So this is when I'm Ferris bad she is decided. Bad
0: term. Bad term. Bad, 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 bad. Don't be a term. Don't be that bad term. Bad term. Bad term. Go in your room. You bad term. You word you may you you make other people feel uncomfortable when you're said out loud. Bad term. Go ahead.
1: So since Ferris <laughs> thinks that that Angel's gonna win the bet. This is the night she chooses to go to Mr. Callahan's room in her nightgown.
0: Her nightgown? I'm gonna certainly have sex with Mr. Callahan.
1: Yeah, oh, also, yeah, he, um, when she goes in, we see a, um, he has a bottle of wine because she asked for some and he, of course, he says no.
0: He says no, like a fucking, again. But but
1: we do see a can of Budweiser. Remember the old Budweiser cans on on his desk, I think. And it's like everyone drinks Budweiser. That's, they must have, I don't know if they sponsored this film, but that was the beer to drink. In 1980.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm not a big fan. Never been a big fan of Budweiser. Oh Larson, yeah, that's never It's It not just, it, 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 I like beers that taste like something. I am sorry. Not I'm fair. a. Uh, I call me a reprobate. Call me an elitist. That call me make a jack no reprobate. Sweet. Or an elitist. Well, it, you, oh really? Nah,
1: you, you know, I like good beer too.
0: Yeah, and it's just. Oh, so we're going by your okay cool but uh well
1: we were going by my what
0: your your rule of what could be i'm glad that you are you also agree with me that budweiser and most I, of those i like an beers. ipa yes because they taste like something anyway um
1: but. oh yeah when he, when she says when he says no she can't have any wine she's like oh it wasn't a very good year anyway yes i'm i'm sure you're very much a sommelier at 15 and she hits on him pretty hard um she says she's dying in 6 weeks I started
0: drinking wine at a very young age, but I didn't know if it was good or not. You can't find out until like decades. It takes people decades, there's decades. Literal, for,
1: there's literal certifications to find out. for yeah, wine tasting. exactly, exactly. There's so classes, you don't know you jack
0: shit. You. All right.
1: But she knew it was a thing to say. Yeah, yeah. That's ins- the important thing. Insult his taste in wine, yeah. and he'll want you.
0: No, no, he won't care. <laughs>
1: So he knows she's not dying. She puckers for a kiss. He does nothing.
0: He does nothing. Exactly, Is she, and, exactly
1: what he should do. He, and he's going. And, and, and she's thing. just
0: out there going with her uh, lips puckered, going like, "Oh, I want my." Her eyes closed. It's so innocent and sad. I know, I know. Like I really want to get a kiss from my camp counselors. Like what no, the fuck, it's so dude? It's, yeah. No, not a cool idea.
1: So uh, Angel picks up Randy again in the kayak.
0: Yeah,
1: and we go back to. Um, Mr. Uh, Callahan's room, and you know, Ferris tells him, You know, do you realize I'm the practically the only virgin in camp? I don't, it's like, don't believe everything that 14, 15 year olds say. I'm you the really only shouldn't.
0: virgin in camp. Yeah, they're li- They're young girls, they're Plus, fucking liars.
1: besides, even if you were, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's fine.
0: you're gonna be fine. Yeah.
1: She's like, All the other girls know the secret life but me. Secret life? There is no life. Yeah, they, I mean, like, yeah. unless,
0: you're, uh, unless you're a uh, sex worker, it's not really... There's no mm. secret life. It's just your life, and you had sex. And that's part of your life. Yeah. And that's it.
1: It's really... It's secret. Especially when you're a teenager, it's just really blown up to be this massive thing. Yeah. Like, there are so many movies, you know. There's it's, Porky's American Pie about losing your virginity. Like, it's this big thing that makes you a different person who's more worldly and blah, 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 blah. And it's no just... It's, no. no, it's just it's fine. a thing goes in another thing. Yeah, and the especially at off. that
0: time, it doesn't mean a goddamn special because you're. it only I mean, it can it only, it can only mean special as much as you know that person or, or yeah. are involved with that person. If you have been dating all through high school and you're gonna go, ooh, daddy, daddy, to them or whatever the fuck, or the other way, or ooh, mommy, mommy, let me suck on those yeah yeahs and let me grab your uh and like ah. And then if we I heard all, that, I would leave. Yeah, well, uh, you're still here, but uh. <laughs> So, but, you know, you go like that, and then it, it, that's the only... When, when you have an emotional connection to the person, mm-hmm. and you trust them, and you love them, and you a, can
1: talk about, and you it. can
0: talk about it, and you feel com- again feeling comfortable with the person, Very which is boring. what Matt's fucking uh, Matt, Matt's character's fucking problem was in the goddamn fucking first place. Yeah, not it didn't make anybody feel, feel fucking comfortable. Yeah. Sex should be a fun, comfortable thing that you do with someone you love or trust, love and trust, Tr- or at least like and trust enough to, or whatever. But, yes, thank you. I am Dr. Sexman. What the fuck? God damn it. I'm Dr. Sexman for anybody, you know, who wants to listen to my Dr. Sexman talk. All right, here we go.
1: So Mr. (laughs) Callahan makes her leave his room, as he should. Yeah. And she's just like, well, you know, what if I was 21? And he does the kind thing. I don't know if it's the smart thing, but it does the trick. He says he'd probably fall madly in love with her. And that's good enough for her. And that's she, uh, and she goes back to her own cabin. All she takes love. that and
0: puts it in her pocket, and then considers that her her thing that's gonna make her. And yeah, it's a really smart thing what she does because yeah. she says, "Oh, I am genuinely happy about this, and I don't like, want to." Oh,
1: would love me? He he. Does, and I. It's like it's like oh, he does think I'm you know like a human things, being he, that is French worth getting to she, know, and he's kind of impressed. It's like oh, he values me as a person.
0: Yeah. And like, that and that means the, something. Yes. And because and because she doesn't want to embarrass quote unquote embarrass herself and rest of the, in front of the rest of the girls, she does say, "Yeah,
1: we had sex." Like she had first, or she doesn't first, say that. She, at first, she says nothing.
0: She says nothing, and they assume. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, well old, she did." She's have just all giddy in the, because she had an actual connection with an older man, or she thought she had an actual connection with uh, an older man. Said something sweet and comforting to her. And when it made her feel like, good about herself. Yeah, that made her feel good at, about herself, so she wouldn't have. so Well, oh, and I
1: love it. We see Penel- Penelope, little eleven-year-old Penelope. She's in pin curls. I just think that's fucking adorable. Yeah. Um, so now we go back to Ferris and Randy, and they they did the deed.
0: Yeah, and uh, he and then uh, another kind of weird outburst where he kind of he kind of fucks up again. And then, kind and she says, "Well, I I was a virgin." And then he kind of. Well, she's
1: a, she's feeling she's feeling a lot of feelings. Yeah, she has a lot going on yeah, inside right is. now. And again, such good acting.
0: Yeah, because um, that is that for both of them to be you know teen actors and to pull off what is probably the most authentic and genuine <laughs> expression of like I feel all sorts of things after sex and i don't know how to deal with it that is one of the toughest things probably to do on a face Mm -hmm. for acting acting wise than anything else it's um it's it's not as it's more tricky than acting drunk actually, i think
1: i don't i'm not sure they have done it by this point she just she knows that they're going to and she says she feels funny and trembly and she's like well do you come here to the boathouse a lot and he's like uh yeah i come here to think uh I know it doesn't look like there's anything going on in my head, but there's a lot going on up there, and they yeah. they make out a little. I'm bit Matt Dillon, so that we know, it's, so that what's going to happen. I went a bit out of order, my yeah. mistake. And now we we do switch back to Ferris, and now she's lying. She's like, "Oh, he compared us to Roya, Romeo Romeo and Juliet, and Juliet, and we had chilled Chablis." And she Dennis mentions and like, yeah, Romeo and
0: Juliet a and couple of times, so you know that she's like really into yeah, that.
1: There's fucking a there. whole bunch of Shakespeare, a lot of Shakespeare shit in, in this. Shit. Yeah. Which I, I'm for. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, "Yeah, that's an aphrodisiac. I know about those." And it's like, well, I guess I guess she could be an aphrodisiac, but it's more like you just get a nice like buzz. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So now we're at the point where where Angel and Randy have done it, and she, yeah, she's feeling a lot of feelings right now. She tells him, "Don't look at me. You can go if you want." Like she just doesn't really want to deal with him. Because she just kind of can't handle this. And, you know, he doesn't know what's going on with her. She, she's not at a place where she can tell him exactly. His first,
0: uh, his first instinct, or his first actions aren't great. With, no, he's you know. just
1: like, he asked what he did wrong, and she's like, nothing. Um, and he's like, well, so what's bugging you? And she's just like, well, it isn't what I thought it would be. God, it feels it felt so personal like yeah. you could see right through me. And he gets defensive here. Yeah. He and he's does. just like, Yeah, you came on to me. If you want to stop, you should have said something. There's a lot of women around here. And she's she a lot gets,
0: of women around th- yeah. yeah. And
1: she gets really <laughs> real here and she says, I'm not a woman. You know, making love is different than what I thought it was going to be like. Yeah. And that's when he's like, Uh, oh, Yemimia never did it before. Yeah. And he sits by her. He's like, oh, shit. Okay. And then he's like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, well, I thought it would turn you off. Virgins are weird, right? And she's, you know, she's crying real tears here. Yeah. And he, you know, tells her that she's beautiful and cuddles her. And he says, I think I love you. And she says, you don't have to. And he says, I know. And she says, God, I feel so lonesome. Yeah. And he's he's trying to comfort her. Yeah. He's trying to do the right thing and be close to her. Because he's just like, oh, okay, this was a bigger deal than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And she just can't share this with anyone. She's very much in herself, and she's trying to process.
0: Yeah, that's true. And uh, it's... Yeah, this is some of the best child acting or yeah. teen acting I've seen. She
1: she does ever. not feel connected at this moment. She feels very disconnected from pro- from probably everyone and everything, but especially him at the moment. Um. So she goes back to her room, and you know everyone's like, "Oh, so so did you do it? Was it a tie?" And she says, uh, no. "Nope, sorry." Because it's just it. none of anybody's damn business. She doesn't. It want to also, talk about you
0: don't it. want to tell. Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah, it's
1: no one's business, and she doesn't want to say like, "Yeah, we did," and now I feel super fucked up.
0: Yeah, because that would. And, and I, w- I wish I
1: wish I hadn't done this in this way. And
0: that would fuck that fuck them up in a way. It's like, oh my gosh, that was a horrible it, experience yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, this was it, not a great experience. It's, it's
1: also it's just it's very she's feeling very complicated emotions, and she probably at fifteen doesn't have the words for it.
0: Yeah. And, uh,
1: but she congratulates Ferris.
0: Yeah, which is
1: who she believes <laughs> a actually sweet thing to do. had sex with the counselor, which is again, a weird thing to yeah. think about.
0: It's like if for a bunch, a couple of fifteen-year-olds. Congratulations, you had sex with a legal adult. <laughs> of course they did. Of course they didn't. The only type of sex we uh, that happened was teen Se- uh, sex, which is weird.
1: Which is better? Which is
0: I, I guess. I guess. I mean, if two teens, whatever. I don't know. But, uh, it's, it, uh, and Matt, Matt Dillon has some, this is a, this is a tough role. He pulls this off. I like what you don't get Yeah, like no, that. no,
1: he's, he's pretty, as, he's very realistic as a teenage boy here because he was a teenage
0: boy. Yeah, boy. and it, and, uh, you could, the, the anger acting is, mm-hmm. is, uh, is subtle the and.
1: frustration. Yeah, again, he doesn't have the words to discuss how and he's also, feeling either. Uh, but also, what I really love is, it's.
0: It, it, he nailed it he yeah. nailed exactly yeah. what a teenager he didn't overdo it Sometimes, i you see enough teen movies or teen sex comedies or whatever teen, whatever the sex uh comedy stuff with younger people or whatever and so many of them don't it, even when they're trying to be genuine uh it's you don't see uh Young guys' vulnerability mm. when it comes to sex, yeah, and totally. because so many of—I uh, mean, uh, you know, uh, Porky's just uh, just men being like, "Yeah, hey, yum yum," and uh, I'm gonna get that. Revenge of the Nerds has some of that type of shit. There's plenty there's of fucking eighties. Uh, there's plenty so, of fucking eighties shit and, and
1: a lot of legal shit. In those yeah,
0: laws. and there's uh, and but they always have that confidence or. And on Matt Dillon's face is like, I fucked up after they had sex. It's like, oh shit, she's a virgin. I, I've been, uh, towards the end of that. I
1: didn't treat this with the weight it should have been. It should have been. And
0: that on his, and then showing that, how he shows that on his face. And the last couple of lines he says in that scene really... Show, like, wow, holy fucking shit. This is why it's a. De- this is one of the reasons why it's a great movie because they take so much time mm-hmm. and care with both of these, with both of these quote unquote sexual interactions or like these possibilities of having sex with somebody. And they treat it with such authenticity and care and kindness and thoughtfulness and compassion throughout the entire thing. Even when he's a- after a couple of minutes, he's like, oh fuck, at the end, and he's like, oh shit, I. I, I'm sorry. And he starts to soften his tone of yeah. voice, and he starts to realize in his head. And it again, it's some of the best. Like it, it's a. We now know why he became a fucking great fucking actor. Yeah. I mean that if he if he's got the goods to look and act and be as vulnerable. It, James, uh, james dean-esque in in this way mm. of like to try to like being uh, realizing his vulnerability and so much of other men and other movies where, where other men have to show their vulnerability when it comes to sex um Usually, it, it, in decent, uh, d- d- decent roles with men uh, uh, showing their vulnerability in sex scenes and s- stuff like that, it's very, very rare. Let alone like teen sex movies. Yeah. Regular, you know, uh, we'll do. Uh, I'm sure we're going to do them, but I just rewatched. we am sure we're going to do it sometime down the line, but I'm sure. We're, uh, gonna. I just rewatched Basic Instinct, uh-huh. which has, which uh, you know, uh, and Michael Douglas, uh, for like. Like a, like the majority of his fucking acting career, played a or his uncaring fucking career. What? Oh or yeah, his acting fucking career. Yeah, uh, basically played the biggest fucking soulless, yeah, un unempathetic sex maniac, douchebag, coke addict for a good like four or five or six six movies. But especially in that pinnacle movie, and you don't get those, and ty- you don't get that type of and I love that movie, but you don't get that type of vulnerability uh from the male side of things. You know, but also that's a very that's different a very type. Different that's a very character, different yeah. character in a very different type of movie. But the other situation. but but it comes to like let's let's say Super Bad. That's another one. Okay. That that that's that's twenty years old now. It's amazing. That movie right? or or no wait. Yeah, two Okay, so thirteen years old, not twenty years old. Okay. 13 that's a 13 year old movie and that's about getting fake i fake id uh, fake ids and going out to a party trying uh, get girls to like and uh, get uh, get some girls drunk and get them to like you and there's only the uh, there's only like two moments in that movie that have that are about genuine emotional friendship and uh, like like there's like three or four moments in that entire hour and a half Chud Apatow produced thing that f- feel like they could have been taken from this uh, uh, th- that have vulnerable moments of, of of a man, but even those feel so uh, cookie cutter because it's such a big budget. I think the the small budget of this also helps out a lot yeah. because you're getting you're not getting um, faces that you already know. Uh, at the time yeah. at the at the time you're getting fresh faces that people don't know but if you put a big name and you know that big stars can do vulnerability but it's a certain type of big star vulnerability this what we see in Christ, on Christy McNichol's face uh, uh, and the disappointment on uh Tatum O'Neill's face during th- uh, so full of these it It feel, again, uh, because they're so unknown and because we're so invested in them and because the writing is so good, it feels like we're not looking at actors. It feels like we're looking at real fucking people. And that's why when the emotions happen and you feel you feel the actual stakes of having possibly having sex with a, uh, uh, you know, a a Matt Dillon or a or a Armand Asante. (laughs) <laughs> that's Okay. That's a, that's a weird I just like uh, oh I had a threesome last night with Armand Asante and Matt Dillon. And, that you know, would be a story. That would be. That's something to write down. How does that come that? Uh but go ahead. Yeah. I've just, I just I went on a bit of a rant there about how great the vulnerability and okay, it's great, a lot of yeah. And then and he work. was able to do it and uh it's amazing to it would be interesting to see this movie and then somewhere down the line watch Wild Things to see oh. him play uh, the the um uh the devil in the flesh teacher character <laughs> <laughs> for uh uh for Nev Campbell and uh and uh Denise Richards. Anyway, but uh that's yeah, I really I just okay. I really liked it. That the end of that movie just or the those two scenes kinda of make the movie yeah. for for me. Yeah, it's it's least. very
1: much the crux of the entire
0: and and if you pay off and you do a decent payoff at the end of your movie, it's going to be great. Even if you have kind of problems within the movie, the audience will always remember the past, the last 30 to 40 minutes of the mm-hmm. movie and say, oh my God, was I impressed by that? And they will say, as long as you, that's a regular thing in filmmaking. As long as you got your ending correct, then you're going to have a good movie. As long as you stick the landing on the ending. But, yeah. but I I kept on. So
1: it's the next yeah. day and Randy goes to the girls' camp. He sees Cinder. Dressed as a mouse. They're um, rehearsing for a play. And he tells her to tell Angel to meet at the boathouse. And she says, yeah, I'll tell her, but she won't come. Because it was all a game to see who could get laid first.
0: And that's... And, that and that he's rough. like,
1: fuck.
0: And look at his fucking face on which is, Which it's is so, so mean. Cause,
1: because we know that...
0: That's bullshit. That that's Angel really true. did like him. And yeah. she
1: wasn't just using him. Yeah, it was. It started out to be that, but... It, that, it it's, didn't it's end so up like that it's so just fucked so up.
0: fucked up and you can see, and he, that uh, sort of thing you can see the hurt on his goddamn face. it's so yeah. another thing that's however, so heartbreaking.
1: However, he's, he then he calls Angel a loser and asks what Cinder's doing that night. <laughs> so it's kind of like okay, he's still a 17 year old boy.
0: Yeah he, and he,
1: and he's hurt That's so what a fucking,
0: so he's thinking oh shit, you did this to me and after that whole fucking long thing you were it, that, was this that he, all an act? He's he probably had a lot of complicated
1: emotions after that night. Yeah, as well, as well, as well dealing he with that. And to see her again, and then it's like, whoa, this was a joke.
0: Yeah, and that's, and then that's, he's that's gonna, that kind of a gut punch. And then he, it's that, yeah, that I felt real sadness for him. But yeah.
1: Um... So then Fer- uh, Ferris goes to Mr. Callahan's room, and word has gotten out.
0: Yeah. and Not good for like, him. Uh-oh.
1: Not good for him, and he is pissed, rightfully so.
0: He should, yeah, and... Because <laughs> <laughs> he might be talking to authorities when they get back to fucking... Yeah, that... The, like, go so back, that, and, that when we get back to Atlanta, you might be, you know... That's another <laughs> have to thing. Talk that's another to thing some is, cops.
1: is none of these girls, how, they were just...
0: Yeah, kind of
1: using these guys yeah. for this bet. And they didn't think about how this would affect
0: them. them. wow. Interesting. Yeah. Young girls not knowing how to it would fa- Yeah, well, well they're, they're teenagers, teenagers. They don't teenagers know how to assholes. fucking... They don't think that... And they, it's they, oh, just like, yeah, genius yeah, genius genius this, genius.
1: Could really, this could affect this man's career, his entire life. So he is very rightfully pissed. And she tries to explain that, you know, she just wanted to fit in. And, you know, she didn't always want to... Be, You know, she didn't just want to be the little rich girl. And she's like, well, at the time I was saying it, it didn't feel like a lie. Which is also very (laughs) That's a weird thing to fucking say, too. But it was.
0: It was definitely a lie. Just because it doesn't feel like it in your heart
1: doesn't mean it's not. (laughs) It didn't feel like a lie. It
0: felt like a real thing.
1: (laughs) So she's hurt that she hurt him
0: they're all But there could, be great, there could
1: be greater consequences to this unless everyone comes clean. Um, so then now they're doing the pirates of Penzance. Randy is there watching with his arm around Cinder but he keeps looking at Angel who's kind of on the other side. And this and is I've I've
0: I've been in this kind of situation where yes, I like I've liked listening. a girl or you know I felt hurt by or I've liked someone and they have their arm around somebody else that you that you know is a jerk. And uh, you're like, ah, oh, Christ.
1: Also, doesn't Cinder have a fiancé? Yeah. Yeah, that she yeah, keeps, yeah,
0: that that she keeps
1: th- talking about who looks like Yeah,
0: yeah. you're year supposedly 17 year old actress who has a fiancé. Okay, I'll buy that when I fucking buy your record, you fucking loser. So
1: Angel gets, Angel gets up and leaves, and he follows and confronts her about the bet and asks her why she didn't tell him about it because he's like, hey, an easy lay is an easy lay. Which is shitty, but I think he's trying to play off some yeah, hurt feelings, her here.
0: feelings. Yeah, he's trying to look tough like, go uh, "I'm a man, I'm not hurt at all." The fucking fuck is a fool. All right, Just, yeah, but yeah, that's that's. But then she, then she
1: comes throat. clean and says, "She's like, no, um, she, I lost, I didn't tell, I'm a loser." And then Randy says, "Like, oh." Again, another revelation for this kid.
0: <laughs> he's like, "Fuck!" Just like, the hits keep on coming.
1: Yeah, just like, okay, so we bang. I think Fucking it's whip chill. Shit. I find out you're a virgin, and you feel weird about it. That makes me feel weird about it. Then I find out it was just a bet, and you were using me. And then I find out you didn't even win the bet, even though you did win the bet. So there's, they're, they're, they're kind of giving him. Um, yeah, he's
0: he's you know, for lack of a better word, fucked. He's he fucked up emotionally about all yeah, of this. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um... And he, then he's just kind of like, okay, you know, no, you're not. Let's try again. Um, and she's like, and he's like, you know, even if we don't see each other, we can, we can just call each other and we can talk. And she's like, you know, I don't know. I don't think that would be a good idea because it wouldn't be enough for either of us. Mm. Which is really interesting. I don't necessarily understand why she feels this way.
0: What? That it wouldn't be enough?
1: That they can't talk on the phone and be friends, maybe more. But I think this is very much a growing up moment for her, where she realizes, yeah, I am not ready to be with the dude. Yeah, and especially... at the hardcore relationship thing, especially the dude that was my first... I need... So that's why she says that Maybe, Maybe, yeah, you know, now that I'm talking it out, it's like, okay, I need space, I need to reevaluate some things about myself and about life. And she's a
0: teen. you get it now? Yeah, and
1: now that I'm talking about it, yes, it makes perfect sense.
0: You being the lady in this conversation. And she's very much
1: in the right. So it's not this (laughs) cutesy, I met a cute boy that I want to keep talking
0: to on the phone. This is like a, I need to Yeah, I I went through a de last night. I didn't feel 100% great about it and I'm feeling very emotional because there's also this other fucking bullshit I have to do with the girls. I'm not really ready to date you, guy who... Fuck, it had sex with me, or we had sex, or we didn't make, wasn't making love, whatever that was. But it just, it just having okay, regular sex. Yeah, yeah you're, exactly. You're not, you wouldn't want to fucking do that, being your, You're right. Being the situation. You wouldn't want to. I had, I had, I had to, to, I had to, to do talk it out and really
1: kind of go through my head just a <laughs> snitch more. And it's like, okay, no, totally makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Totally makes sense. It's
0: like, oh yeah, would I want to hang out with Matt Dillon the next day and be be her, be his girlfriend after all this fucking shit? Even if I, even if she saw that if you saw some sort of future with him after all that shit she doesn't she needs some time to fucking process all of this shit before calling him up again and saying hey you yeah, want to hang out and also he's probably he's like might be like a year or a year and a half or even two years older than she is yeah. and so she has to deal with that she also she's also 15 she might not just want uh, Might have, even if she was interested she might want to not Go that route, especially yeah, after that that's totally situation. Fair. So totally makes fair. the most sense. Okay, so at this point, I don't remember. After this, next thing I remember was them being on swings. What happened yeah. before that, or is that no? Is no, that then, no
1: then they meet together on the swings. Ferris comes clean that she did not do it with Mr. Callahan. And I
0: like the quiet in this scene. It yes, really feels... It, 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 they're really taking their time, taking, uh, taking the quiet and letting it... And it, finding the finding the power of quiet. Finding yeah. what it can do for the scene in the movie. And realizing... Yeah, also, when you're teens, I only know from Guy's point of view, but you, ha- you don't have the fucking words to say... All of this shit. They yeah. both know what... Goal, uh, they only need to say a couple of the things. I didn't actually have sex with them. Because they know the context of the other... St- they might know the context of the other stuff. They just... Uh, they don't have all of the words for all the stuff... Uh, all of the emotions they're processing. Yeah. So they're just going to say the facts of... Hey, I didn't have sex with them and I did. So...
1: Yeah, and Angel also comes clean, and she cries, and I think that's a, that's the kind of a moment for Ferris, like, oh, you actually did this, and it wasn't a happy moment for you. And,
0: oh and, my God, I'm seeing you on your face. My gosh. Yeah, yeah, like it's this is not a this is con. more
1: complex than I than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, and then uh, all the girls are, I, I believe, sitting around a fire, and they are talking about how you know they it, fucking
0: it, it, stick it to cinders yeah what they
1: yeah, yeah yeah they do stick it to cinder <laughs> it has all come out and they talk about coming clean you know and ferris is like we need to tell the tell truth people. so that gary doesn't get in trouble because he could get in very very big trouble <laughs> and against. a rough
0: tr- not not like slap on the wrist you're accusing him of uh, statutory rape yeah it's
1: a big deal i, and I love that. okay and he didn't do it no he didn't so that's that's yeah her, that, know, free yeah, Armando Sante. Exactly. Uncancel
0: him. He didn't do it.
1: And you know, Cinder says to one of the girls, um, the redheaded girl, like, "Oh, don't be so bourgeois." And that girl's just like, "They're sick of Cinder shit." She's just Shut like, "I out. am bourgeois. I can't help it." Neither of these girls know what that word means. No,
0: you, I bear I barely know what it means. I uh, no, I know what it means. but
1: And then you know, um, I think as Chubby says, you know, you think you're so great because you're a model. I'd rather be fat and happy. Something to that effect. That,
0: and they eat that,
1: and the And then, food. you know, uh, Cinder at one point says to Sunshine, no, oh, well, what do you know? And Sunshine's like, nothing.
0: Nothing. I don't
1: nothing. know anything about sex. Anything. You know? Like, I don't, I don't have I don't a fiancé, certainly. Like, I don't know anything about <laughs> I, like th- So basically, they all... They're all um, lying
0: pieces of yes. shit. No, not all of them. But she's they dead. all Cinderella. admit
1: to being virgins. And Cinder says something in- interesting here. She's like, oh, you're so drubic. Which is a great word. I'm going to start using it. What does it mean? I, think, that- I believe it means gloomy. Um, and Sunshine, especially, has had enough of her shit. So she punches her right in the face. And Cinder's like, don't ever hit my face ever. Because <laughs> apparently her face is her meal ticket.
0: No, because, When it's actually yeah. her
1: hair. Her no. hair being bad as the before girl.
0: Yeah, it, it, no one cares about your face. They care about the strands of hair that are on the fucking tube. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so, they get off the, the bus back home, and Angel starts talking to her mom, and it's kind of telling her to clean up her act. She says, you've been hanging around too many creeps. So it's kind of like, okay, you know, she's yeah, she's like, you talk you know, thinking that sex is nothing. And it, she's like, no, it's that, you know, she doesn't say this, but it, the, um... The subtext is like it's a big thing. Just going out with guys, doing what you do. Maybe she's. Maybe be to,
0: more responsible.
1: Maybe take it more seriously. Yeah. But it's like her mom's an adult. It's different. Yeah. And also, the bit.
0: Bob has a bit more experience, I would say. Yeah. The mom is not a Mormon.
1: But I think it's, this is just Angel real and like. Uh, realizing that being with a bunch of guys isn't all it's cracked up to be. And it's not a goal.
0: No. Yeah. Body count doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Yes, her. Well, but her her mother has her own shit going on, Yeah. which we're not super Smoking familiar that with. Yeah. But then one of the yeah, one of my favorite parts of the movie is you know she takes her mom over to Ferris and she, she says this is Ferris my friend my best friend no and then yeah they put their arms around each other and smile and that is the end of the film the the,
0: the one thing that uh, the one thing that I would pull back on this on is when you saying my best friend you've had uh, they, that's a they, bit of a jump but well, I yeah but they
1: were yeah they were. Two very different people that kind of you know collided, but they learned from each other, and they went through a pretty heavy experience together. Yeah, and that's
0: and that's good. That
1: yeah. can that can definitely that can bond
0: you. you. Yeah, of course, trauma bonding or, or or you know, and it's not trauma bond but it it, it I guess adjacent. Yeah, they
1: shared some trauma adjacent stuff bond or with each other trauma bond adjacent over the course of the summer. Yeah, near the end.
0: Yeah, and I I I really okay. I I've been meaning to say this, and I wanted to see exactly where. Um, oh, yeah. The Tate No... Uh, no, uh, yeah. Uh, Tate no, The guy who plays Tate No dad. Tatum O'Neal? uh which, which is Nicholas Coster, And I... I love this... I love this actor because he is in one of my, uh, favorite conspiracy movies of all time. Oh. And, uh... In all the president's men, four years uh-huh. earlier, and he is very memorable as as uh, as playing like a um, as as playing a CIA operative, and he is so indelible in that that um, I've always thought of him as a scary guy since I've seen that movie so many times. Mm-hmm. And then, so I when I saw him being like, "Hey, it's okay, uh, daughter of mine. We have plenty of money. You will have a wonderful time at camp." I'm a human being who's normal. I mean, he's uh, he's he, he did a lot of soap opera shit, uh. but you can tell from his face how um, how much of a uh, how much he looks like a freaking bad guy in a movie or a CIA operative in a movie. Mm-hmm. Of what he looks like, but I, I uh, he did a whole bunch of the world t- uh, world turn as the world turns and uh our private world i just i really love his face and i really uh want to see him and more stuff just just to see what his uh what his range is as an actor because he anyway but
1: uh well i'm glad you enjoyed this
0: i loved it i really loved it i a three and a half out of five there's only a couple of uh, anyway but uh michael is a
1: harsh reader
0: i am very check out his litter box yeah sure i will um, okay, so now uh, my uh, my part, my section part, area. no, it's is my podcast or whatever. Yeah, the
1: whole thing's your part, man. Yeah,
0: okay, so uh, these, and now for notes out of context. Notes out of context. All right, this is... These are notes that I wrote down that I have trouble reading that might not make any sense. Are we at are Are We At the Beach? Cigarette smoke and slide me a smile and and a punch. More of a TV show cred.
1: Oh yeah, you you when we when we were doing they were doing the opening credits, you said this felt more like a Oh yeah, a, like a, this felt like, like TV the TV
0: show credits and oh yeah oh jeez Top, uh, topping fist she might be a bit of a wealthy f- uh, part of a wealthy family going on on a on a summer trip pissed off in the bo- in the bus talking on the bus about movies miss fancy got on the got on the bus fighting on the bus goes round and round and round Pill dispenser, Cynthia Nixon, before going w- weirdest phase to have s- weirdest place to have sex, talk in bathroom, fourth base. They all look super young. None, none, none of them are women. <laughs> straight, v- uh, straight Vlad, one of Viking my lesbian horny time. Oh, oh, jeez. Film sexually immature, Penny Schubert. What does that have to do with anything? Penny Schubert. Camp, camp town, uh, camp town beds, big deal. Salter business oil. No, uh, salter mistake because you party. La dolce vita. Nature is the most British burning mill make you. uh, Ginseng will make you sexy. Oh, the mill will. Too many movies with the little guts. Interacting with men. Lo, those years where I felt like a young woman. (laughs) Stalking and talking with an older man. Very after school special vibes. You have great eyes. I'm pretty away. You're fucking away. Pre-gramming my suck stuck in the yard bus great music when they drive away. Oh, with the gay hairiness, 13-year-old uh, Gunga Din. Gunga Din's dick has an angel face. You might be a sex object. Stuck north up my nose, Mastodon. Let's be serious. No, Matt Bullen is the Dreamboat. <laughs> Matt Dillon. Matt Billen is a different actor. Matt Dillon is that Dreamboat already having a body? Already have a body? What? Matt Dillon is a Dreamboat that already has a body. Randy taking a shithead, taking a shitload of condoms, pry open the condom for a, for a super dick, for super dicks. Dripping on that super dick with the red food fight bonding fucks bonding will make you fuck fuck talk bonding fuck talk with a lot of intelligence, my dear. That th- that pony threw it up threw up in the afterbirth. Oh my god! Ransom Sandlot ripped it off. Teach your children well. Maybe you won't teach them, them all. What is happening in 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 this thing? Hens T-shirt. I got to bap it all. I got asking to hide my condom in my dorm room. The dad has been in a lot of scary things. That's how you know a dad's a cool dad. Humboldt, you humbled, you got you got that sap on your back. Beers in the woods, passed out cackling in the aerosphere. I keep up, keep that mind. The macho man. I don't need heft. You need the valley makes me a fart ma- machine. Makes me a fart machine. Menace. Uh, menace to food of. Menace. Oh, no. Menace afraid of falling in love. Oh, men are afraid of falling in love. Menace to afraid. No, it's men are afraid of falling in love. That, uh. That's a respectable quote. That's very true. I believe that. It's gonna help. All good sexy things to those who wait. You ugly. She is mining the sugar and she's gonna mine some more and make her tummy large. Bad karma. You need to take it under consideration that the that the track of my wire gets away. Dying very smart am I? Around how you desire my butt? No, you can't. That's wrong. Secret life of Derringer's butt. All the girls have different, are are different, distinct people. Nice, emotional, musty eyes. How how cavalier? Now that it's over, let's suck some dick. What? I'm not. I'm not a man. I'm not a woman, Randy. My love is different from so many long-living loves about when we love the other sex. Dropped the bomb of must... When are they... When are they hanging, Elon? Why did I write Elon? Goddamn traitor. Uh, What? It was a lie, and do the... Do the authorities know Matt can't help from feeling a little r- sad in his Richard? No, that's not true. Yeah, binge my lager. What? What? What the fuck? What? Exchange of info about what really happened, and I am a bunch of vagrants. I am, a ba- I am not a bunch of vagrants, and no one else is. Around the campfire, Sunshine has a pretty great uh, imperfection of hurting girls. Oh, camp. Little Wolf is bringing back the girls. Oh, best friends. Deep thoughts about purposeful... Oh, deep thoughts about pubescent sexuality.
1: By Jack Handy.
0: By... Oh, God. I don't... Yeah. Well... Yeah, these were some deep thoughts about pubes and sexuality, and I'm glad you enjoyed it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I'm Michael James Benson, also known as Spiky Mikey, also known as Pixie Stick, also known as Bare Legs, saying, uh, bye! Yeah, I meant goodbye. Wait, why are you still listening?
1: I'm also Miranda. I was also here the entire
0: time. I know, but, you know, Alright. Good. Bye. Have a good time. See you later.
1: Bye.